Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emrys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. We're broadcasting on a different night tonight if you're watching us live um, because we had to, there was a bunch of stuff this week that I had to have schedule shuffling for. Uh, but we're here and uh, we should be returning to normal schedule after today. Uh, welcome everyone. Uh, this is Reign of Emrys, our homebrew set in our fa techno fantasy uh, setting on our much less techno fantasy uh, world of Elos. Uh, here, it's uh, basically it's the Dork Tales uh, homebrew setting. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. I am stumbling over my words because I haven't done this in about a week, which is weird. Every time I take more than three days off, my my monologue gets a little a little chunky. Um, but hello, everybody. I'm Kelly. I'm your dungeon master tonight. Are you seeing him? And I'm ex incredibly excited to be here today because I'm doing horrible things. Period. Yay. In fact, uh, real quick thing. Uh, normally, I don't have to do this for uh, Reign of Memories or any of my other Dungeons and Dragons games, uh, but I want to quickly say that there is a uh, there is a content warning tonight. Um, they are in a post-apocalyptic world uh, that is inspired by the Doom franchise in many ways, uh, so that we have been dealing with a lot of blood and gore and stuff like that but there are a couple of scenes in tonight's games where that's going to be ramped up a bit higher uh as well as there is um uh some implied um uh sexualized violence at one point uh pretty early on so if you wait about 20 minutes into the episode you should be fine um and it is implied uh but all of us here uh, understand each other's lines and boundaries and are happy to respect them. Everything has been uh, approved in advance, even if the player doesn't know exactly what is happening. They they are fine with the potential. Um, however, that doesn't mean that you have to be. So if this is something that doesn't uh, appeal to you, maybe take a minute, uh, take a break, and uh, we'll see you in the next one, or you know, just come back after a little bit. Uh, after the first 20 minutes, it's pretty much all like horror movie stuff. So that's that's all I can say there. Um, uh, with that, hopefully we will also not get hit by a hate raid train like we did on Mage last week. And, um, yeah, that's, that's it for me. I'm really excited to be here and, uh, I am not sorry for anything that is coming. Uh, also, I'm going to shout out real quick to uh, Hey Liz, who is in the chat right now, who is our artist for Reign of Emerys and a dear friend. Uh, so any of the, the pictures that you see around here uh, were done by Hey Liz, and you should go support her art and go buy them. Buy, buy the art, all of it. And a big shout out to, to Michael for doing all of the, uh, the framework and the graphic design. All right, without further ado, I'm going to pass the ball down to Caitlin. Whoosh. Um, I'm Caitlin, and I go by she, her pronouns, and tonight I'll be playing Talfrin Pridery, the human barbarian of wild magic. And I am so excited, because it's oh. been a little while since we're here. I have a bit of a headache, but we got this. Oh, Let's you bumped go. it. You're bumping bumped it. it. I will get you a new cable tomorrow. Or sometime very soon. Um, Alright, let's pass the ball over to Amy. Oh, suddenly me. Hi. Suddenly yes. Amy. Hi. Hello. I'm Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I am playing Leiden and Merov, our ASMR cleric of the grave. And no. I'm also happy to be here because it's been a while. Uh, let's pass it over to Christine. Hello. Hello. Uh, I am Christine. I go by she, her pronouns, and I am playing Claudette Belmont tonight, our human blade singer wizard. 
So, all right, let's pass it straight down to Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And tonight I'm playing Ivy, our tiefling blood hunter, order of the mutant, who, uh, who has wings now, guys? I got wings. I drank some blood of my mama, and I got wings. <laughs> that just sounds great out of context. I just gotta right? say, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it sounds it great in right? context, but like, uh, that's wonderful. And then finally, uh, let's go ahead and pass into the corner, uh, filling in for Mike tonight. Hey, everybody. My name is Katrina, and I use she/her or they/them pronouns. And Woo! tonight, right. Yay. Congratulations! Uh, we'll we'll the, get the we'll get the frame changed. Sorry. Yeah, um, it's a new thing. That's why the frame is not changed. Um, but first public use of that uh, in Dork Tales, which is really nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so I am playing our halfling artificer arterialist, Veratrix Soulstar. Um, and she has her little flying mechanical bunny, as always, Crux. Nice. So how are you doing tonight? I mean, other than the fact that I'm extraordinarily exhausted, I am also extremely excited to actually get to play as me. Hmm. Okay, not, yep. not play as me, because I'm not a sociopathic uh, halfling uh, person who's absolutely batshit. You, you are not a halfling. I am not a halfling. <laughs> um, but um, but no, I'm I've, I've been I. So Friday, I was just waiting in the uh, meeting screen because <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's game tonight! It's gonna be so exciting! I get to be like, yay, name! And then at like ten past seven, I'm just like. <gasps> we don't have game tonight. We don't have game tonight. Kelly's like, like frantically working on something on the couch, like right. And so it's like, okay, I guess I need to just be super excited for Sunday. So that's why I am uh, still extremely excited to be here tonight uh, with my new name. So hi everybody, it's good to meet you. Nice. All right, everybody. So really excited to be here tonight and to be heading into game. If you have any. Uh, uh, if you have not seen any of the previous episodes, this might be a good time to go back and do that because just like look around at the apocalypse, everyone, um, because it's here and also in this game. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. All right. So uh, let's do some dungeons and oh, God, I forgot my dice. One sec. <laughs> Meh. Meh. Who needs dice, really? Mm. All the love in the chat for a cat. I am a professional. So it's better. All right. I've got dice and coffee. <laughs> oh, good. I need winning. So much of everything. All right, let me get all my red dice out so I can kill you with them. Tonight's game is not sponsored by, but is wielded. I am wielding Lindorm dice, and I'm really looking forward to their new Kickstarter, because it's all sh sea shanty themed. I am <laughs> not allowed to be in on that Kickstarter. I am you know, your birthday's coming up. I know. Yeah, There's Amy, other things I want. For your birthday? 
Well, maybe, yeah. I'm saying that like I will get you a dice set for your birthday. <sighs> dangerous. Also, it's same. not dangerous. Also you get it for free. Yeah, and then Robin will get you some for your birthday, and then you're just gonna get like 50 dice sets for your birthday yeah, you coming I, in 2029. I, I don't need that many more dice at the moment. I have so many that I'm not even using. First. Wait, who are you, and what have you Lies. done? Lies. Yeah. Lies. It's not that I have too many. I just don't need more right now. I'll need more later. I still want to play with the ones I have. And I need new characters to play with other dice. So yes, I'm not allowed to start any more campaigns. This is my new rule for myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so folks, here we go. Uh, pop open roll 20. Let's get some music going. Uh, tonight's episode does not have maps. We're going to be doing theater of the mind uh, because I did not want to have my good friend James build this map. It would have required too many gore effects. And on that note... <clears throat> the world is dying. It's been coming for some time. As the drills work their way into the heart of Elos, it bled. Magic and power. Perhaps its fate was always this. Perhaps the opening of the twin doors merely heralded it. Perhaps they were just a harbinger of what was to come. Perhaps such things would have occurred even if the Black Star did not return to the lush, lovely, and magical world. Or perhaps it can still be stopped. The ones who traveled forward do not know this. But our story tonight begins years in the past. The roar of blood. The clash of steel. The screams of pain. A war. Inside of a bottle. Blood pours onto sand. Nets thwip through the air. With precision, tridents lurch forward, like the sting of a scorpion, dripping with venom, dripping with blood, dripping with shit. One of the men in front of Talfrin falls to the sand, disemboweled by a serrated sword that came out of nowhere. In the distance, another one of his tribesmen, a tall man whose name he will never ever managed to remember, and whose face as the lion tore the flesh from it, he will never forget. He watched the eyes fall out of the bloody, dripping skull onto the sand and become like pastries, coated in sugar, before bursting under the beast's paw. The battle is almost over. The games are almost at a close, Talfrin. And the man in front of you is tremendous. Goliath. Definitely a Goliath, with his stone-white skin streaked with tattoos and patterns of every kill. He looks like a lion himself. He's striped like a tiger. 
and in his hands he holds a claw hammer the size of your torso that he intends to bring directly down upon you. What do you do? You are there armed with a, uh, a Katoganian greatsword. Huge chips taken out of it so that it looks almost like <laughs> like it was made of Swiss cheese. Well, my plan is to dodge his attack and then make one of my own. All right. So what I want you to do is uh, uh, your armor class at this point in history is going to be 16. Since okay. That is your basic unarmored, I'm pretty sure. So, okay. Uh, go ahead and make me an attack roll. Uh, 18, 18 on the dice. Yep. Fantastic. Dodging to the right, you are going to be able to lift your sword up, and as he comes down directly onto the side of your hip, a grazing blow that you feel splinter the bone, nonetheless, and leave a crater in the ground where you were standing a moment before, nearly a foot deep. Your blade will rise up. And how does it go in? Uh, straight through the solar plexus. It cuts up through a number of web-like scars on this man's torso. And blood pours down the many chips and rivets of your blade. He looks down at you as he falls to one knee. Suddenly your height... Bubbled blood rises to his lips. Beware. It's worse when you're the champion. He says, and dies with a smile that chills your blood. His body erect and upright at the knees like a statue. Before long, the battle is complete. The games have ended and you are awarded on top of half a dozen new scars and a slight limp that you'll walk with until the cleric finds you. But that will always bother you a little if you ever get near snow again. <laughs> a laurel wreath. A little pinch that goes around the side of your crown. As well as a porridge made of beans and barley and a little hunk of meat for winning. For your strength, of course. And you are let back to your cell. Except it's not your cell. Not that you notice, anyway. Not that as you remember it. Your cell was a crude four by three room not even enough for you to lay down in a closet more than anything this room is a palace by comparison nearly ten feet deep nearly twelve feet wide what back home would have felt like <sighs> like nothing at all here is Regardless, you're led into it. 
your food is presented to you. Your clothes are taken for cleaning and laundering, leaving you with little more than a loincloth behind. One of the jailers looks over, checks your wounds. I have one of the clerics come in shortly. Fix you out. How's your muscles? He forces your arm into a flex and slaps your bicep. Tight? Yeah, still working. <laughs> I have one of the masseuses come in, give you a rub. It's one All of right. the perks of the victories, right? And uh, maybe if you're lucky, she'll give you a special. Or he. You picky. No. I'll see who's available. You did good out there. Thanks. <laughs> I made a hundred sovereigns. Took the lowball bet. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Make sure you get a double portion tomorrow for that. And uh, here. Thank you. Are you. I didn't leave this here, he says, and uh, sets down a cup of very, very thick wine. To actually calling it wine is probably, probably a bit, uh, a bit untoward. Um, it's so thick that it seems to have a, th a bit of a skin on it. Whatever this is mixed with is... It's not like the vinegar they normally feed you. Vinegar, potash, and um, a little bit of honey, usually. This is... Well, do you drink it? Oh, yeah. He's going to down it. He's going to... Uh, yeah, it, it Left nothing. There, there, there's no way to describe this that is not a little bit over the top. So what I'm going to say is that if you took a bottle of red wine and you opened it and you left it out on the counter for about two weeks uh, and then you mixed it in a blender with a bottle of NyQuil and some cough syrup, that's probably what this tastes like. Oh. Um, however, all of the pain that you feel will vanish Perfect. when the cup is drank. Nice. Um, uh, you do not care anymore. I'm sorry, I think I just destroyed Robin with that one. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, fair. So. Time passes. Quickly. The world around you kind of slurries in and out of existence as you hear the sound of screaming and crying as a different round of games progresses upstairs. More, you hear the screaming of new recruits brought in from the provinces. Ones who defied imperial law, or ones who... Well... They're bad people. They steal. They... <laughs> they deal illicit su substances. They rape. They deserve to be in places like this. It's funny that their stories never seem to match. But isn't that the way of all criminals? A few 
well, an unknown amount of time passes. And the door will click and open. A woman stands in the door. She holds a, uh, a small towel in one hand. And atop of it, a not sharp, but um, the hip bone of an animal that's been filed down into a nice scallop shape. Perfect for pulling away all manner of oil from the flesh. Well, aren't you a strong one? She says as the door shuts behind her. How are you oh, feeling? I do train a lot. Oh, hmm. sore, tight, but I'm used to it. You're one of the Catoganians that came in not that long ago. How long have you been a gladiator? Uh, about three months, four months. Time does go slowly, or strangely. Lay down. Let me take some of the burden from that rippling physique. Um. All, all right. And he will. He'll lay down. She approaches and begins to apply various oils and balms to your flesh that smell at once pleasant and acrid. They sting at the hairs of your nose. But, after drinking that, that strange slurry of alcohol, you're not particularly bothered. In fact, you doubt you could be particularly bothered if you tried. And slowly, bit by bit, she rubs it into your flesh. And as you are face down on the bed, she presses her hand to the back and side of your throat. Another rub, perhaps. You realize all too late that that is not what is happening. She chants under her breath. And suddenly, searing iron touches your skin. And all of that lack of pain evaporates in a cloud. It feels like someone nailed red-hot red hot pokers into your flesh, bubbling and burning. You smell the stink of your own meat cooking. What are you doing? Marking you. Let's see if it works. Sit up. Do you try to resist? Mm, yes. Okay. Make me a... Uh, so we're going to say that you have... Uh, you'll minus two from your roll. But uh, okay. make me a... Uh, make me a charisma save. <laughs> uh, five? <laughs> okay. Um, you are going to feel a quaking, trembling dread boil up inside of your bones. 
and then numbly you will feel your leg jerk and twist your broken battered hip until you are in a seated position good try, don't try to resist it only makes it hurt more tell me your name and as she says that, she holds up her hand, and you see a glyph on the palm glow slightly, and another bit of light emanate from the side of your throat. Telfrin Frodery. A pleasure to meet you. It is my job as an Imperial Magus to brand all of you Cataganians that meet muster. You are a very interesting specimen. Did you know that your family, well, all of your families, have magic in your blood? It makes it such an interesting and easy conduit for the slave brands. I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> it's interesting, though, isn't it? <laughs> Almost funny. So few of you actually have any magical potential. I think it's hilarious. Laugh, she says, and the hand glows again. He's going to try to resist. Please make me a Christmas save. Okay. I rolled a 19 on the deck. Okay, you will resist and she will glare. And uh, you are going to feel a sudden surge of pain as she flexes her fingers around the mark. <sighs> you are obstinate. Not the first time I've been called that. <laughs> well, the mark has done its job for the most part. I'm sorry, I was very rude. Even though you're just a western dog, I should probably bear you the courtesy. Lucia Maravec. Well, I'd say the pleasure is mine, but it's truly not. No. Although you are quite handsome. I think... I have an hour to kill. I think I'll let the pleasure be mine. Lay down. Yeah, he's going to try to resist again. Sounds good. Uh, and as you do, uh, we are actually going to fade to black on that. And uh, you are going to hear that voice in the back of your mind the feeling of what it was like to be controlled to be you feel sick rain buffets down around you and you feel a touch on your cheek cold chilled and sharp and whatever happened la uh, after that is left 
Well, that is only your business. Talfrin. Talfrin. You hear the what? voice of Yutri. You look sad. The carbuncle, the cat with the gem in its forehead, looks up at you. It's several hours since when the lot of you went and uh, ransacked the armory. You managed to find a place to hole up and recover before you stormed the palace grounds. <laughs> I'm not sad. Just reminiscing uh, and ready to kick ass. You look like crap. I mean, did you take a look at yourself? He scratches his ear with his hind leg. I'm not the one that went down earlier. Mm. Blame her. He shoots. Hey, I didn't mean it. I'll blame you for being in the way. You find yourselves much like the place that you began, inside of a submerged ground, well, below ground level pump, much like the one that you met in Duchesne, Sal's. This is called the Third Rose. A broken sign lays on the ground outside, and you all have sought refuge inside. Varys Mech doesn't fit in here, and waits outside, invisible from all angles. Shirthus found a tea cozy that goes on top of it, and for some reason it seems to vanish under the tea cozy. Of course it does. And so you find yourselves holing up in a bar. The sound of a storm outside. All you can hear. Beyond the distant wailing of the damned and the dead. The bar itself is caked in gore, days and weeks old. There are a number of festering vermin that have made their way through here over the, uh, over the days since the infection spread. Most of them have died. When you came inside, it took a few moments to clear the carcasses of the rats and cats and dogs and raccoons and other creatures um, that had made their way through here. Even the flies no longer wished to be inside of the city proper. A strange thing, given all of the gourd on which to feast. And so now, amid the, um, the gore-streaked hovel, that never seems to lose the color, no matter how much prestidigitation is used to clean the surface of blood. A permanent shadow burned into the material. You, um... You will find that, uh... It is the five of you. The Carbuncle. Zetrin Calder, the Gunslinger. Uh, and the strange priest of Jalos, Shirthus. Do you dare have a um, a fire going? Mm. 
I don't know. It depends on how maybe can the windows be boarded up and. The windows are boarded Smoke up. Smoke would have to still go out though, so I'd probably say no. Mm. I would say no, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, Claudette will just be all bundled up in her cloak. I think she's probably going to be sitting on top of something like the bar. That would probably be far enough from the ground that hopefully there wouldn't have been many corpses on it. Mm. Ivy's probably at the back, like the back of the group because she's still getting used to these new wings of hers and she's probably knocked several things over at this point in this pub because she accidentally does something and like flicks it out. So she's probably like staying behind you guys. So I'm probably near the door to maybe even like use them to block out sure. any slats. Uh, is there, uh, are there any bottles of liquor left in this bar? You can make me an investigation roll. I would love to do uh, that. The, the behind the bar area is a mass of broken, uh, broken mirror and, uh, various liquor bottles that have been shattered by what feels like a bomb went off. Uh, what'd you get? 26. 26? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had, I had eight to investigation and I got 18. Let's take a look. Oh, and um, so we can use some hit dice on this break, right? Uh, you will get a full rest. Oh, oh so okay. This is, okay. Okay. You can do awesome. a. Thank you can goodness. do. <laughs> yep. You. You guys were talking about it at the end of last game, uh, so it seemed like a good idea. Yeah, so I think Claudette is going to be sitting cross-legged, all bundled up in her cloak, with her wizard book open, and just this very low voice, kind of under her breath, just muttering and flipping back and forth between pages and and that sort of thing. Just she's kind of in her own little little sphere. She's ignoring everything outside of it. I think for a bit, Leiden might have sat next to her while she, while Claudette was doing that, and just like just not saying anything, just keeping her company. At least for a, a good chunk of that. Very, you are going to be able to find a um, a rather large bottle of. Um, let's see, this is going to be a large bottle of. Uh, it's actually a mix from the looks of it. Um, whatever it is, it looks strong. It's um, hmm. I'm trying to think, where would this be from? Which, Roll if you planned to be here enough time for a long rest, Claudette will ritually cast Leoman's Tiny Hut. Okay. So we have warmth, at least. Uh, Roll me D100, Cat. Okay. Ooh, D100. I never get to roll D100s. Let's do these ones. Ooh, doo, 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 doo. I think at some point before everyone beds down, Ivy's gonna try and like sneak out for a quick flight just to give a little test. Like she'll stay above like the building lines, trying to like keep an eye out for everyone because she knows she has a 120 foot dark vision. So I think she's mm. gonna just go out for a quick, quick little fly to stretch her wings because this is bizarre to her that she has. Hmm. What did you? 75. Get? 75. Okay. Yeah. As you look around behind the counter, you will see that it's got a sign for the uh, for the special drink of the evening, which is um, special drink of the evening. The ninth of this happened was called the end of the line. It was um, rather expensive. It was a double or nothing drink. 
coin toss and all. Behind the sign and under a lockbox that had since been long since pillaged, you will find a tall bottle of um, a tall bottle of green substance called the Green Witch Light. At the Is bottom, it, oh, sorry. Uh, Go you ahead. can. Uh, I want you to make me an Arcana or a Nature roll to figure out what is inside of here. Arcana for alchemy. Okay. Uh, that's going to be an eighteen Arcana. Okay. Uh, this appears to be some type of absinthe. It's a green liquor inside of a clear bottle, and at the base of it, you'll see that it has a number of components that are still floating around the bottom, uh, one of which is a small worm that, much like a tequila, except this worm is strangely proportioned. It's about as long as Vary's um, ring finger, and looks like it's it has bark running along its sides. It's a woodworm. And, um, and it quivers at the base of the base of the bottle, still alive. Is the bottle just like corked or? Uh, it is sealed. Yeah. It is sealed. Yep. Uh, so Vary's gonna grab that, hop up onto the uh, bar, like the bar counter, um, just sit down on the edge pull it open and just start and just take a drink okay uh <laughs> yeah. can you make me a con save please absolutely i can oh i had uh good good stuff to that so uh how does a 16 look for me uh it is definitely going to suck all of the moisture out of your mouth as you drink it um it is you are going to take a swig of it and it's like it's drinking the opposite of liquid and it's just like sucking on a lemon almost this is bitter um this this is one of the most bitter alcohols you have ever tasted in your life no you know what this is the most bitter however uh, as soon as you drink it with a 16 you are gonna feel about two shots in after a swig like, and I'm not saying that they haven't, like, you don't even have to wait for them to hit. It's going to be, like, gulp. <laughs> oh, this stuff is awful. Does anyone want some? Yeah, I'll have no? some. Whoa, there it is. Where did you find over there? Oh, it's, I'm, I mean, it's, it's, uh, well, I mean, it's green. All right, good enough for me. Hey, He'll me too. And, and I'll, I'll pass it over to Telford. Oh shit, I'm green. Pass it over when y'all are done, Zeet says. Hell yeah, green squad, let's go. Uh, Telford, you're going to take a drink? This is incredibly yep. bitter. Yep. Uh, you want a con save? I want a con. Ooh, I want to punch the mic. Uh, I want a con Ooh, save. Nice. All right, there we okay, go. Uh, 26. Uh, yeah, yeah, 26. Cool. You're you're gonna get a nice healthy buzz off this, but it's not gonna be enough to like knock you out or anything like that. Um, I, it is I, incredibly I... bitter, and as you take a drink of it, you're gonna, it's gonna hit you hard. Oh, that is some stuff you found there. 
Yeah, it really is. You want to try some? <sighs> He's going to hand it over. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Hey, short stack. Check behind the bar and see if there's any malt syrup or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> do I do I uh, find anything else, Kelly? Uh, actually, uh, yeah, that. you you will find a single bottle of simple syrup. Oh, okay. I'll you know be, be like rummaging behind the the thing and just be like, got some. Yeah, y'all were drinking straight absinthe, and that's yeah. not a. Uh, Preferable. I doubt they have any sugar back there. Hmm? I mean, they have syrup. Alright, toss it over. <laughs> and he's gonna basically just do, like, like a mouth tequila shot. Where he pops the sugar in first. It's awful with my teeth. And takes a swig. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> It's good. You okay there, Z? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Trick my my grandma used to. He'll pour some of the simple sugar on his tongue and just kind of like let it dribble down into his gullet. There we go. All right, we're all good. <laughs> yeah. A simple trick. <sighs> Oh. There you go. Yeah, a little bit of sweet suppresses the nerve that makes you hiccup. Oh, well, I mean, it mm. didn't make me hiccup, but it sure makes me feel good. Well, now you know in case it happens. Trust me, my grandma was a druid. Oh, fair enough. Know all sorts of stuff. <sighs> so, how are you feeling, Miss... Hmm. Iteration? Zertha says, shooting a look at Ivy standing by the window. How did you know? You were thinking about it. Really loudly. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, I've been keeping my eye on you um you are one of them right not one of them he says going from pointing to your party and then pointing out the window at the mass of flesh and swarming bat creatures she looks at her wings i don't let these looks deceive you i'm here of my free will that I have to hmm. combat this. I'm learning that maybe I, I'm, I'm worried how much I have. And I hope that if anything goes wrong, you will not hesitate in killing me. And she'll look at Jurthus, then she will like pointingly look at everyone with like a straight face. Hey, I'm not going to kill you. I hope just doesn't come to that. What's up, bitches? I'm drunk. I'm not killing anyone. Um, I'm a neutral party. I'm just here to observe. I'm just here to stomp shit in the mech. 
That's not any of you folks. I actually care about all of you. Funny way of showing it, the cat says. Hey, you're great, and I, like, you're nice. Uh. I like all of you, and uh. I, you're really nice, and I'm really glad that we met. And I'm really enjoying, um, brutally murdering undead things with you. Glad you're enjoying this, fairy. We're trying to stop the end of the world. Yeah. Oh yes, we may be fighting my mother. Yeah. I didn't say it wasn't awful. Yes, my name is Iteration Six. I V I for hmm. short. Funny. I would have thought that that would make it hard to name all the other ones. Hmm. You got lucky. Apparently. <laughs> and how many more sisters do you have? Or brothers? <sighs> do you have any brothers? I'm asking for a friend. All I know are my sisters, and I think. Uh, mm. Out of character. Yes. Um, We've fought one, two, I don't know where three, four, five are, right? Uh, Three and four are. Uh, one and two were dead before three and four are the ones you fought. I'm pretty three sure. Three and four were the ones we fought. Okay. Yeah, you don't yeah, know where five is. Yes. Right now, and why well, all of them could be dead, but I have a funny feeling not. There's just five. V. Hmm. I'm not looking forward to this conversation with her. Can you say something about, um, your mother? That she kind of. She looks down like and angry with herself that she kind of in that heated moment let something slip. <sighs> yes. Hmm. Funny. Must be the chromosomes while you only have sisters. What do you mean? Well, I'm hoping you were a virgin birth. <laughs> You're a test tube baby, right? Grown in a vat. If they just use mommy's... Now, who am I talking to? If you only had a mommy, you can only be a mommy. I'm not 100% sure how Well, I mean, there are some differentiations inside of that category, but by and large, you can make a, a rough assumption. Yes. I believe it was just one. Just hmm. her. Hmm. Well, we should probably set up watches. We'll actually have to do some sleeping. Yes. I can go do a quick patrol outside. I don't think that's a great idea. 
at least not alone. And you might be in control of yourself now, but you said you didn't intend to drink that vial. No. So, I don't think it's a great idea for you to separate from the group. Yes, and I see your point. I also see my point of being away from you if she can somehow control me. I'd rather have you here, where we can potentially nip that in the bud before it becomes a problem, than have you show up under her control. Yeah, I agree with Lena. Right. We're gonna kick her ass for multiple reasons, and one of them is that she's trying to control you. Alright, yeah. can we get a run-through of the plan, please? We just gonna rush in and shoot the shit out of everything? That was my plan. But... I mean, that's how I usually go through life. Have fun storming the castle and all that. I feel we should try and barter a, a talk. I'm sure there were way vastly outnumbered. I mean, if we're able to sneak in through one of the side doors or back doors... Yeah, well, if we don't watch it, we're going to be knee-deep in the dead before long. We still got to get what? How far is it from here? You said it was like, what, a mile? Half a mile? At least? Through all that shit, you know how many more paramechs there are going to be? Yeah. Is there a way that... We could go that there may be less of them. I don't know why we don't just skip the entire like thing. Streets? What do you oh. mean, Jerthus? I mean, Leden is sitting on that. Leden wedged <laughs> under one, wedged under your left thigh, on the chair you're sitting is actually. You'll notice that there's like. Some, suddenly something there? You didn't notice it before? Uh, There's something that's on your chair, a cylinder. Pick it up and examine it. Um, as you open it, it is paper that is infused with diamond dust. The entire thing shimmers and weighs about uh, for a piece of paper and a pair of rods. Uh, it weighs ten pounds. It is, uh. it is constructed of diamond, almost a quarter of an inch thick. Various what? bits of dust and things like that. Um, you have a scroll of gate. Oh. Okay. Uh, I was going to glance at Xerthus. Xerthus? I can't say it with my face right now. <laughs> what? She's been sitting on it for almost an hour. How? I don't know who, I don't know who left it do? here. Uh, gate, ninth level cleric spell. 
Uh, you conjure a portal linking to an unoccupied space you can see within range to a precise location on a different plane of existence, or it can be on this one for this case. The portal is a circular opening which can be 15 to 20. You can orient the portal in any direction you choose. Lasts for the duration. Has a front and a back on each plane where it appears. Travel through the portal is possible only through the portal stuff, uh, moving from the front. Anything that does so is instantly transported to the other plane or location, appearing in the unoccupied space uh, nearest to the portal. Uh, deities and other planar rules can prevent it from opening in their presence or anywhere within their domains if it's like a lair of hell, right? Uh, so this is basically um, this is basically a teleportation spell that is powerful enough to bypass any ward that a god doesn't put up. Uh, but this guy might be a god, so maybe don't do this in his backyard, like like in his house, maybe like gotcha. a nearby pavilion or something. <laughs> mm, mm, yes. So, well, I okay. Well, that'll be useful. That streamlines things a bit. Okay. How I'm... fortunate you were sitting on it. Yeah. All praise the divine butt. Praise the divine butt, indeed. Hmm. I'll drink the that, he I'll says. Drink that. I, I do like butts. And she cannot lie. We don't want to get too sloppy tonight. <laughs> I think but one was good for me. Yeah, one was pretty good. Okay, so do we know of any places that would be good to make this link to? Because I don't know the area very well. I've been there like once. I'm sure there's a, a courtyard around. Alright, well, who knows the area very well? How well do I actually know it? Have I... I don't think and, I've been to the capital as much as Claudette has. So, but. if you have been in the main capital and in the palace at all, uh, I would like you to make me a, a history roll if you've been in the palace straight up. Uh, Claudette, with your background, you could roll this with advantage. Uh, anybody who has been to the capital but has not been inside of the palace can roll with disadvantage. Is anybody and, trying to get Claudette's attention from her spell? Oh yeah, book? no. I, I yeah. before like we started this, Ivy was gonna be like Claudette, Claudette, Claudette. What? 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 Do you know something about the palace that we could go maybe slightly outside of it to teleport to? I mean, I'm sure there's lots of pavilions and like gardens and things. Beden's gonna hold up the scroll of gate. We have a shortcut. Oh, that's useful. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, it. I got a 15 on disadvantage. Okay. Uh, there, there are a number of nice little like places for the common folk to look at the palace that are within within about, probably about 300 meters. Nat 20. <laughs> do you think Leiden would hey, have been you inside gave me the advantage. palace? Do you, think, do you think Leiden what? Would have been inside the palace or would have... Um, it may be a tender plot. I want to say yes. Point. Sure. But, okay. So then sure. I just roll it flat? You can, uh, yeah, you can roll it flat. It's a 12. Okay. Uh, so you know that the main palace is this very, very opulent building that is uh, built in the classical Ambrosian style. Uh, there are kind of garden areas and pavilions. There's a garden on the east side. Uh, there is um, uh, to the, pardon me. Uh, so let me resituate. Okay, there. Uh, 
so, um, you know what? I'm going to use map directions as if you were looking at the building, not in a, in like corporation with the world. Okay. Um, but on the rear of the building, it overlooks the, um, uh, the inner bay that surrounds old Elos. Uh, or probably those old old Emery's. Um, to the the uh, to the right, if you're looking straight at it from where most of the uh, civilian pavilions are, uh, you'll see this immense immaculate garden, uh, basically the murder garden, you know, where everybody goes and whispers and and plots and Games of Thrones. Uh, and then to the north is the the speaking podiums and where people dress and where all of the the military parades originate. Uh, and then to the south is kind of just the, uh, pardon me, the, the, the side lower is where all the civilians are. Um, so you've got three good options, basically, uh, where a lot of people might be, probably not the best option, could be uh, the gardens, which could be great, could be awful, uh, or the, um, the military entrance, which could be probably the worst option. Yeah, so Leon's gonna think about that and like consult with Claudette, I think, because with Claudette's net 20, it'll probably help jog Leon's uh, memory, I think. And then Claudette, with that role, you'll know that. Uh, you'll also know that if you are looking for the, uh, the black door, uh, it is probably held in one of... Well, actually... No, you think that if anything, it is probably held in the um, in the orrery. There's a um, there's a fantastic orrery that was uh, originally dedicated to the orphan back when this was a uh, uh, during one of the more religious reigns, uh, but since has basically fallen into uh, more of an ancestor worship than anything else. Um, okay, it's. Uh, uh, let me just check one thing. Uh, it's a room that is sheathed in, in elder glass. Um, is um, is where actually because um, there are only two places. This is basically like uh, it's almost like a trophy room now for like pillaged artifacts. Mm -hmm. um, and and showroom pieces. Uh, opposite it is a. Um, another display where the um, uh, and it's like an external like courtyard display where the Stone of Area is, uh, which is an ancient um, obelisk the, from like Emerisian prehistory. Mm -hmm. um, pretty, that's actually where everybody goes and gets their like, basically gets their selfie on. Is it that okay. thing? Um, it's quite large, quite impressive. It's basically like the Lincoln Memorial. Um, but, um... Well, the, the oratory might be a good idea. It's kind of where they... They were keeping all of the... Artifacts. Which side of the palace is it on? Uh, it is on the garden side. Oh. It's quite close to the gardens. So if we go to the gardens, it wouldn't be very far from... So I'm thinking from what we're saying, this might be more of a stealthy mission. Try and sneak in as quiet as we can. 
with a hawking mech suit. <laughs> yes. The easiest have... way to get that in would be through a military entrance, I'd imagine. There has to be a service bay or something like that. Or you just bash through the side of the wall and hope to, to make it in time. I mean, I'm down with any of these options, but I do I do like options that involve smashing things. Mm. Well, I'm fairly certain they already know we're coming. I mean, how big is this gate really going to be? What do you mean? The, the, the gate that we go th that we're going to go through, the teleportation gate. Is it just like people size or is it like big size? I'm just gonna look down at the scroll. I. 20 feet. It's a giant Doctor Strange portal. I think it's fairly large. So. Well, that's lucky. Yeah. I should be able to. Yeah. It'll be no problem. Promise. Go in mech first. I think they're more concerned about what. how much is gonna stand out once you're on the palace grounds where there shouldn't be other mech suits. Yes. Where there's probably a whole army waiting for us. Be something we have to risk anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, so, if we go in quietly and get caught versus go in relatively quietly and have a mech and get caught, I'd still rather have the extra firepower. Yeah, I'd rather have the mech on our side. And I mean, we can't guarantee we're gonna get another dragon. That's true. Who knows? Who knows what we'll get? How yeah. stealthy can you make that mech? Uh, Kelly, how how stealthy do you think I can make a mech? I, I can be no. with a mech. No? Do you have invisibility as a spell? Oh, I don't think I do. What, do what you have uh, pass without a trace as a spell? It can't, <laughs> no. it can't go over, can it? Can't, what can't go over? The cloak. Calvin got a cloak. A really long time. Oh, the cloak ago. of elven kind? It's not gonna yeah. fit on a fifteen foot tall Mac. Okay. <laughs> I mean that would be hilarious. Just the I top section of it. <laughs> Just two legs going. I, I mean the, the Tico's he's holding for now, but it's the better. Like, I think we have to I think we have to maybe try and hope that we don't have an entire battalion waiting for us. Regardless, if there's an entire battalion waiting for us, we're screwed. Yeah. So it might be better to mm -hmm. not take any attention as much as we can and maybe try and catch her by herself or just get through the gate the, to the door. We're not here yes. for a big fight. No, we're here true. for the door. the door. So the more we can not be spotted. So that's the yes. goal? Just get to the door. Yes. That's what we were told. And what's going to happen when you get to the door? I think we go back. I would hope. In time. To stop this. Maybe prevent this from ever happening. If I go maybe. through that door, am I patient zero? Who knows? Who knows? Do we revert? Or does everything around us revert? Does that even happen at all? Who knows? I don't know. Take a leap of faith, I think. Yeah. 
right. Yes, Amy. I'm trying to remember because it's been a little bit since we had mm -hmm. the since the episode where I met the orphan and all that. What were what we were told was to I know we were told to go to the door and go back through it. Uh, yeah, basically just get to the door. Okay, we didn't have to retrieve anything specific and no. pull it through. No, okay, okay. No, this is a trial of knowledge that you are going through right now. Okay. Basically, is kind of what you're gathering is like. Oh, hey, we're blessed with the horrible knowledge of the future if we survive our time in the horrible future. Okay. Yeah. So things that we know is that, at least at this point, Claudette's brother is alive and, though corrupted, um, Talfren's parents were at least alive up until now, and last game, hypothetically, um, mm -hmm. and that at some point within the last couple days, the prince got married to Lucia, yeah. and everything went to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, yep. we need to stop Minus the, the marriage. We need okay. to stop the marriage. Okay. So yeah. I mean, our only main goal here is to get through the door. Yes. And then... We can get back. We can put... We can warn. Maybe we can, we can stop, stop this. Well, I think the danger halfling has a point. Y'all, we'll just get there, make a bum rush for the fucking door. Hope for the best. Yes. Do Even if not all of us make it, if one person can make it and go get back, hopefully we'll make we it. Save the world. Have to. Have to make it. The carbuncle says. Leon yeah. looks over at, at Zeet and and Shirthus and do either of you know how to pilot a mech? Nope. Mm, probably not. Okay. Well, eh, I think it's best we don't find out. <laughs> I'm just thinking if at the last second, since I don't know if we can take the mech through the door. Why didn't she ask me? But Can you drive a mech? No, Aren't you coming through with us? Hmm. I meant to stand and let us get through. Oh. Because... I mean, how hard can it be? It's designed for for Amerisian soldiers. <laughs> it is actually quite complicated. Because You put it in drive, point... you push a lever, and it punches. I mean, you know, if, if we need a rear support, I can stay until everyone's through and then run for it. That's... You got tiny legs. Yeah, but very. Ivy like oh, extends her wings and like does the flapping motion. I could pick you up and then you two bring stay you together. To yeah. Good plan. Sounds good. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Where are we popping up? Gardens. Going out of the gardens. Gardens. And then we're just gonna go as fast as we can, I think. Alright. Uh, can Claudette try and identify, like, a particular pavilion that would be closest to an entrance to the oratory? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, you She can... will sketch it. Yeah, because I think I need to, to give, like, lead in an idea of where to try and set it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, you can 
totally do it. Uh, you know, there's a portion of the garden that has a lot of exotic plants from Roshan. That is probably where you, you would send it, to the Roshani corner. And it's, since it's a cleric spell, Claudette can't cast it, so I think it has you to cannot. be Leiden, right? It has to be Leiden. Yeah. So Claudette's going to try and describe it to Leiden as clearly as possible, so that she can picture it. Mm-hmm. And if you're drawing it out, then it'll probably jog Leiden's memory if she's ever been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be able to remember seeing it at a distance. Okay. Use the gore to, work to draw at, a map. It's at Garden Leiden where that disgusting younger son wouldn't take, like, kept following me around. Do you remember that? You had to scare him oh. off with your, like, creepy orphan face. What's a creepy orphan face? Yeah, yeah I remember She has a really that. good creepy flat I will kill you cleric stare. Oh, yes, and then she'll prepare the body. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, you know it. Claudette. She's really good at that. Claudette, how are you doing? What? I mean, we just fought your cousin, if I remember correctly. How are you? If you think about it, he's not dead if we go back and make it. I hope then that we helps. Then we deal with him again. Yeah, we do, don't we? Mm. He's always been rude that way. Okay. Piece of shit. Tell us how you really feel. Mm. Oh, I'm glad to know that maybe the corruption of the Black Star Plague wasn't the only reason he was a. Oh no, the way he acted the first time you met him is very much the way he is. Okay. And. It seems pretty obvious that he has been in on this from the beginning. He assisted in trying to take my brother out of the running. To who knows what they did to him in the end, but they destroyed his command to make him look dead, at the very least. Not an option. I find I can't forgive that. Alright, I just wanted to make sure since... Well, it is the end of the world, but... I guess I didn't know if it'd be comforting to have seen some family member or not, but... I think the thing is, is you you think family because we call him cousin. I, I don't believe you get the fact that his father is my father's best friend. Mm. He's an uncle from a friendly relationship. There's no blood connection. Sometimes mm. blood connections are weaker than the ones forged. Just saying. And this, this guy's an true. ass. Very much so. Oh, wait, is that that, that motherfucker we just blew up? Yeah, yeah the guy in the mech. Oh, well, the fuck him. he tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right. a total he's a total ass. Yeah. Well, you gotta kill him again. He's fairly typical of a lot of that age of Amrisian male nobility. Gross. Hmm. Yeah. Tragically. Why stick with literally anybody else? Should we wait a little longer or go now? Well, I believe I finished reviewing my spells, so... You all haven't even slept yet. We've been here for an hour. 
set up watches. Well, that's true. It just feels so much longer. I can oh, take first watch. Here, I've made, I've made the hut, so it's warmer inside and we'd be a little hidden. Yeah. We can still see out. So we can take watch from inside of it. Perfect. I'll do first watch. You all probably get some do rest. two at a time. Three at a time is probably <laughs> ideal. Or that. Sorry, yeah. Ivy. Alright, I. I'll, I'll go on first watch as well. Then. I suppose I'll take second. I can join you, Leiden. I'll go third. We probably don't need a third watch. Oh, fair enough. I'll join somebody. Probably. <laughs> and with that, you break into your watches. The first watch consists of Talfrin, Ivy, and Yitri. Who sits watching what passes as rain careen down along the window panes. The carbuncle flares its nostrils, looking at the drizzle. Not rain, it says. What is it? The carbuncle shoots you a look that says everything. Blood. <sighs> Lovely. Not a good night for flying. No. Hmm. This is... Do you think we're going to survive this, Talfrim? Yeah, I think so. We've survived so far. We've survived probably worse odds so far. I think we'll be okay. Hmm. I'm glad you think so. Yeah, I mean, we have to, right? If we don't, we don't. <laughs> yeah. And then it's all over. We gotta do it. We're gonna do it. I enjoy your optimism, Delfrin. The more we're staying here the more I'm losing hope I wouldn't call it optimism though and I wouldn't say I have a whole lot of whole lot of hope it's just a do or die situation it's what happens when you're used to being hunted Beatrice yeah. says casting a look over at Talfrin yeah Beatrice's right I've always been the hunter Oh. They hunt you for... What? Magic? Blood? Work? Hmm? They hunt you for what? Magic? Blood? Work? For sport. Yeah, for magic. Hmm. Gem. He says, Power running control. a paw across the gem in his forehead. That makes sense. Hmm. Is that why you found refuge with, uh, I forget her name. Oh, it was, um, um, Dr. Um, Dr. Ocker. Dr. Ocker, yeah. Oh yep. my god, it's been so long. It actually has been a while. Yeah. Good person. 
wanted to help. I knew her. I knew her until I was ten. Maybe think of her as a mother instead, then. Better choice. Sometimes it feels like you can't escape your destiny. If you can't escape it, then what good is like railing against it gonna do? We just do what we can do and that's all we can do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Still wanna sneak out? Huh? Perceptive, aren't you? You were looking. Your wings twitch. Like a bird. I would look at a bird. Mm. Wow. Yes. Uh, I mean, partial curiosity. Partial feeling like I'm a liability right now. I did not have control with that vial. I did not want to drink it, yet I did. That's terrifying. Having no control. What does Talfrin's face look like when Ivy says that? Um, that she didn't have control? Just, I yeah. feel the situation might f hit a bit deep. Yeah, yeah. He's probably trying to hold it together, but he probably has like a thousand yard stare going on. Can you make me a deception roll versus an insight? Just to see yeah. if you manage? Yeah, I love the insight. I was going to ask to insight Talfrin because I figured this might be. I think, I think that's a good one. Hiding it. Oh, uh, an 18 for Ivy. Come on, girl. Oh, uh. Fifteen. Gotta have a bit of charisma. <laughs> Just a little bit. Alright, so yeah, there's something. Like, he's even paler than normal. Talfrin? Mm. Yeah? I know uh, where you come from. We all saw your history. Yeah. Seems like we have somewhat similar, not similar upbringings, but similar control methods necessarily. Similar life experiences, I'd say. Yes. Yeah. I hope we can really go back and fix this. You folks and your dear friend have changed me since we first met. 
Yeah, we have to go back and find him. I haven't been really showing it much to everyone, but I am worried sick. My stomach has been in knots ever since we got here. Who? Just someone. Mm. Who we left behind. We have to go find. <laughs> we should send him a message when we get back. Meet up. Yes, I'm definitely going to ask Leiden to send send him one. Yeah. Guy from the boat. I don't think you've met him. Hmm. Are you sure? No, that's a different guy. A lot of guys. Yeah, we parted ways with this one a while, while back. Hmm. Oh, just before we met you, I think. Yeah. So, yes. It was just before. Hmm. Level up. And he'll curl up and just lay and stare <laughs> out the window. <sighs> We'll make it. Yeah. We'll do what we have to. Do you we'll feel guilty? We've got to. Do I feel guilty? For bringing him along. I know I feel guilty. I'm just wondering if you do. He was your friend before. No. I don't feel guilty. Um, for not having him with us. We... We lost... Lost connection with him for a bit there. And we'll get it back. He'll understand. Yes. Always looking on the good side, Telfrin. I should learn more of that from you. I do my best. Try not to let shit get to me. Shit that we can fix, anyway. Yeah. Okay, can't believe it's raining blood. Does definitely feel like the end of the world. Yep. Yep. Well, don't want to say it, but can't get any worse than that, eh? Oh boy, where's a where's a piece of where's a piece of uh, wood to knock on for that? There are yeah, t- there's tons of wooden debris everywhere. <laughs> Ivy will like <laughs> knock it with her tail, just like because I'm sure that's a suspicion here. And you have so many too. things you can knock things with <laughs> compared right? to a normal I know. person. Just like all the limbs. Horns, like that's yeah. true. Just like everything, I've used so many <laughs> extra appendages. She can just like <gasps> all at once. With that, the rest of your uh, the rest of your watch shift ends well, and before long, you're able to be replaced by the other three: Claudette, Leiden, and are you waking Barry, or are you gonna grab somebody else? Probably Barry. It's going to grab Barry, yeah. Alright, so the three of you are woken to second watch. The storm has not settled at all. And the three of you will will sit um, just inside of the hut, because Claudette cannot leave it while it is up. Um, What do you talk about? So, uh, what? 
I'm just thinking about all this. Outside, as the thunder rolls, you will hear the sound of distant, dissipating screams. Some of them cut off at the shrillest note with the sound of leather tearing. But it's not leather. It's far too moist. So gross. It's hard not to think about this. So, to not think about this, then how do you feel about getting married to a prince? Wait, what? That part of the plan? When we get back? Just stop the wedding? Um, I was more thinking telling him that, hey, my brother's not dead, maybe find out where they stashed him. Because he's the one who's in line. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. We can right? Verify. It's only because he was unavailable that Akario could have, and which is why he had to step up and marry Lucia to protect his own sister. I mean, if there's someone there to cover both avenues, right? Yeah. Backup plan? I mean, you seem to like him. She just flushes and kind of looks down. (laughs) And he seemed interested in helping figure out what was going on with the country. Well, the stuff wouldn't have told him. He's nicer than Ikario was. I think most people are nicer than Ikario. You would be surprised. What, you don't want to end up getting engaged to one of Akario's friends, do you? <coughs> or Akario himself. Yeah. I'm okay. Are you? Because I'd be... I, I, the idea's making me feel kind of nauseous, too, here. Like, bleh. You, you started it. <sighs> Ugh. Yeah, but you could be a queen. Nudge. With the elbow. You know I've never... I guess. She's kind of hides behind her spell book. I mean, it'd probably be fun. See, all I kind of, all I want to do is just. Queens I don't even know. Dressed up in uncomfortable dresses and can't do anything. Yeah, that's fair. Then change it. Get dressed up in comfortable dresses. It's what I do. I mean, it's the only thing that I really, you know, feeling comfortable with me is about the only thing that I really feel, so. Yeah. Well, and you folks, and the rabbit. Well, yeah. I mean, even if we get back and we get back in touch with your brother. We might not have the time to retrieve him if 
this whole plot has been set up to remove him from the running, then there's probably evidence to show he's really dead. Emergency wedding. Emergency placeholder wedding until we can find your brother. Or at least schedule it and then... Yeah, that's fair. I don't know if you have to go through with it. I'm sure between our group we'll be able to figure something out, though. Yeah. What are you going to do? It looks over very. Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, if we do what we set out to do and we go our separate ways and I'll probably... I don't know. I don't really want to... I don't really want to go back to doing what I did. I did I did like my job, but... It was never fulfill fulfilling. Mm -hmm. But... Nothing's really fulfilling. I mean, that's why, that's why I am the way I am. Yeah. You know, if I, if I can act positive, then I, then anyone can be positive, right? <sighs> you know, it's... gotten gotten good at acting at it at least it's taken a long time but <sighs> I don't feel anything mm. I don't really know how to deal with that but when I'm surrounded with you all I think I feel happy. I suppose that's that's good then. Um, <laughs> the carbuncle will roll over and kick its leg, <laughs> making a most uncat-like sound. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well. I hope you can hold on to that feeling, I guess. Yeah. I've never really felt anything before I met any of you. It was, mm -hmm. it was different, I guess. But now we get to go storm a castle. And that, at the very least, to me, sounds like could be fun. Mm. So. I'm sorry, I'm not used to being that open with anybody ever, actually. Um, I think it'll be great. Yeah. Whatever you do after all this. Yeah. I think you'll figure it out. 
and I'm gonna do my best to make sure that you all get out of this alive. We're gonna do just fine. I know we are. We'll do our best. And you, and Leiden turns and looks at Claudette and points at her, you are definitely getting out of this alive because I don't want to have to deal with your mother. I don't blame you. She would probably skin and draw you if you didn't at least bring my corpse back for resurrection. I've just had a terrifying I'm pretty thought. sure she threatened that when we left. She she did. She did. I don't want to run into your mother if she's a horrifying creature. Though that might be an improvement in some ways. I mean, I've never met your mother, so it could be a fun adventure. It would be adventure. a little less terrifying, admittedly. I... I'm not sure. I'm sure you'd like my mom. She's nice. I mean, my, my mom's lovely, but she is also nobility, so she has a very set way things are done, and... That's, that's, I, I mean, that yet. my family's worked around nobility for a while, but, you know, we've never, of course, been nobility, but... There's a lot less freedom than people think that you have. Yeah. You know, I actually don't have parents. But at least you have good friends. Mm-hmm. And with that, your watch drifts to a silence. Each of you left with your own thoughts vary what you will do after this if there is anything after this Leiden what the significance of your destiny is at all and if you don't have parents what does that even make you and Claudette Queen You? The thought is enough to shake you to the tips of your toes. Morning will come soon enough. And as you stare at the blood-drenched window, you almost pray that it doesn't. But it will, right after we get back from this break. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to the Reign of Emerys here on Dorkdales. Like it or not, the morning comes. It looms around you. Dark and oppressive. Like the sun refuses to rise anymore. All across Elos. Perhaps the plague has spread even farther. You cannot feel the presence that once was when the dawn would arrive. 
The gods of sky and light seem distant today. Vela, sharp-eyed, aloof, and aloft, does not answer prayers today. Samira, the goddess of candlelight, healing, and hearth, is distant. And Brig, the welcoming flame, even more so. For in Emery's, there is no place for comfort. You awaken, gather your things, and prepare. What are you all doing? Standing outside near the mech? Y'all ready for this? Uh, Very is in the mech getting everything ready to go. Yes. Uh, sure, this rolls up like... his <laughs> What was Ivy saying? Oh, I, I was probably like, uh, near very trying to like stay near um as like previously discussed from the night before so that if anything goes wrong she will grab very and fly them out of there fair we, enough yeah we were just followed by someone named woden emery's and i think that that is hilarious given that this is the reign of emery's so welcome ah. sorry i normally don't point yeah. that out but that was pretty That's great amazing okay so floating in the air your wings aloft and and keeping you basically hovering well let's get let's the go on the road I guess Dorma Castle I guess Aiden <sighs> yeah. pulls out the scroll mm. it's in Celestial do you know how to read it Shirtha says Aiden just like narrows her eyes and like yes I'm... yes I know Celestial I don't know my scrolls aren't written in Celestial. Are your Just scrolls written in? Let me Sarcasm. <sighs> she gets it. Mm-hmm. So, was there anything special I need to do for a? Uh... Yes, there is. To use this, I need you to make me a spell casting ability check. Okay. So, I'm a. Uh... Just roll a d20 and then my. Roll a d20 and add your spell casting bonus. Which I believe is my wisdom, which is plus five. Okay. Mm. Wait, hold on. I need to do something super quick here. Is it spend inspiration? Because you don't have any. Oh, thank you. No. <laughs> it's pray for my dice. Pray for your dice. <laughs> that is a fair thing to do. Okay. Okay. Um. So that is a 17. Would you like to spend your determination? Yes. <laughs> if that's enough, because that would make it a The difficulty is 21. 10 plus the spell level. So make me a 21. Okay. Oh, did you roll a 17 naturally? No, I rolled a 12. But if I had my determination. Oh, okay. Cool. Because. Perfect. Yeah, 17. So yeah, plus you needed a 19. Would be 19, yeah. Leiden unrolls the diamond parchment, begins to read off of it. Tulatha Kutana. Tulatha Pura. The low swirl of celestials fills the air. It tickles the inside of your ears, and it washes over you like a cooling mist. Except for Ivy. Ivy, the celestial tongue 
is not painful to listen to, but it's not pleasant. It's greasy and cold on your skin. Unlike a cooling mist, this is like waking up in the dew-slicked ground naked on an early day awaiting the hoarfrost. Before long, though, Leiden, you focus your mind and the air in front of you will crackle with light and motes of electricity. It will undulate once, twice, and three times. Five foot, ten foot, until it expands to its full twenty-foot archway. Showing into the garden. Mag, Mag first? Get her and go. Alright, let's get got. Right, and uh, and uh, Vary is going to uh, step through. Okay. You step through. Now, the gardens of the palace were once some of the most magnificent in all the lands. They were full of every type of horticulture from all around the world. Now, they're barren and blasted. The trees are nothing but naked branches, blackened and reaching up toward a scarlet dawn. Many of the trees are perforated. Bullet casings litter the ground beneath you like shells on a beach. And one tree ahead of you. Very, as you step through, it reminds you of when your parents took you camping once as a child. And they taught you how to roast mallows on the edge of a pike made out of a tree branch. But being a greedy child and a halfling to boot, you thought it clever to get more than just a single straight stick and took a many-fingered branch, plopping not one, not two, but seven full <laughs> mallows on each of the twining branched fingers. You lost half of them into the fire. The tree ahead of you is similarly corked with bodies ground down on the branches, slowly leaking their innards down, 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 like ribbons around a maypole. But the stuff that dwells inside of each of us in the dark places instead. On the main tree in front of you, an ancient, an ancient Emresian oak, where druidic ceremonies were once held. You can see that there was, there was an attempt here. Legions of soldiers tried to defend this place. Their bodies litter the ground, they are burned beyond recognition. And the ones that were peeled away, 
out of their armor like crabs shucked for the fry have been nailed to the side of the tree without their skin. And as you step through, and the rest of you step through, you will hear nothing more than a low, gasping moan. Coming from a few of the bodies attached to the tree. Their flesh is fused like pieces of clay that had been smushed together. There are no seams between them. But you can make you can make out different features. A face, a head, a hand grasping out of the mass of clay flesh. Claudette, as you step across, you'll realize that part of the path is made of this wall of flesh as well and undulates under your boot like a rolling tongue. Does everyone step through the portal? Yep. Leiden will go through last, I think, because of concentration. Sounds good. Um, it do- It is freestanding, so it should work. Hmm. As you head through, it will fizzle for a minute. And then we'll close behind you. Uh, help. Help us. Uh, help. A chorus echoes like around you. Can- Sorry, it doesn't look like you can, like, mercy kill a... That's what no. I was wondering. No. Uh, no. If you douse the uh, entire tree right. with fire, maybe. Oh, then that's super sneaky. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Their cries of help usher around you as if they were a, a murder of startled crows. Help us, help us, help us, help us. Echo from all corners. We just got to keep going. Just keep going. The wall of the building is less than 50 meters in front of you. Through the old pathways. All that will make a very quiet promise of we'll do our best. I could burn them. No, don't draw attention. What we're gonna do will in the end help them. Alright. Shall we go? Yes. Gotta keep going. No, fast. I would like everyone here to make me a stealth roll. Varier at disadvantage. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I'm And gonna... Very, let me know if you roll below 10. How's that? Oh, well, I, did, I, I didn't roll below 10 on either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just pull up the mech stats. I do have it here. Uh, there yep. it is. You're using its decks instead of yours. Um, I would like to say, bef- while we also go here... Um, before we would have like gotten to the gate, uh, Ivy's going to take two potions because with my level up, I can have two going at the same time. So I'm taking Vermilion, which gives me an extra blood maledict, but I get disadvantage on my death saving throws, which I get advantage on, so it just goes flat. And Reconstruction, which will um, help me if I ha- get to less hit points, um, but my speed will do- decrease for 10 feet. 
for an hour. So that's kind of okay. Sounds good. Yeah, she would have done that. Um, I'm just gonna let you know that Talfren's actually gonna be wearing the cloak of elven kind now. Ooh. With the hood up. Fancy. I know. And do you remember what that does? Uh, gives me advantage on dexterity. Uh, stealth checks need to hide, and perception checks need to see me at disadvantage. Perfect. With the hood up. And the hood's up. Sounds good. As you make your way across the blasted garden, leading your footsteps crunch as loudly as the mech, which is being piloted with surprising grace. It does mean that Vary's taking a bit more time letting the servos and hydraulics in the feet take most of the weight like someone rolling heel to toe when sneaking. It's quite impressive, actually. Talfrin is being a tiny bit louder. Well, actually, no, Talfrin isn't. As you look, you expect that uh, Talfrin would. Um, Zeet is being a tiny bit louder. Pardon me. And uh, Yitri, the carbuncle, walks next to you. His large paws crushing bits of what look like rodent, rodent skulls into dust as he walks. Mm, don't like, don't like it all. And Leiden, you, however, are going to be the loudest for as you take a step forward and look around, only 20 meters left to the side entrance, it's large. The mech won't be able to make it through easily, but it can probably scrape along. Through one of the blasted bushes, around to the left, there is an almost domed hedge that still remains with an open, with an open ceiling, but kind of a, I guess more like a... More just kind of like a um, like a like a meeting place, like a hidden pavilion inside of the park, or a uh, uh, just a walled off room in the garden. And as you round the corner, um, you are going to turn and glance into it as a bit of motion catches your eye, and let out a let out a yelp as blood splashes you in the face. Five feet in front of you, inside of this this circle of hedge, you are going to see a shape, winged, sharp claws flashing in the dim light, tearing into a man's flesh. It turns and looks up at you. and suddenly flicks its head back toward the rest of you. Next time, it says, and launches itself to the sky. All of you will be able to see a winged creature take flight about 20 feet above a hedge maze. Or a hedge circle, I guess? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know my hedges. We're going to imagine I do. Um, it takes flight. And you will recognize it immediately. Well, at a hundred feet, you'd think it was Ivy. 
at a hundred feet, Ivy, you would know it was V. This thing takes off into the sky. It looks as Ivy does now, with the leathered wings, the long tail that is split into three protruding spikes, all glistening with slightly smoldering poison. The skin is charred and blackened. The hair is magma red. And the horns have curved back around into the shape of a serpent rearing. Is this what she'll become? A gurgle on the ground. The man isn't dead. But he's damn near. Leaden. Like to look at the dying person on the ground? And see if I can identify them at all? Sure. Uh, Can you make me an investigation check? What direction did it look like my lovely, lovely, lovely dear sister was flying off to? Looks like to the, um, uh, back into the city center. Okay. So she doesn't look like she's alerting us, alerting people of maybe of her presence. What did you get, Leiden? I rolled a two, so it's a seven. So, um... So, doing a quick glance, he is covered in blood. Uh, it's a man, uh, middle-aged, uh, bearded, uh, very scruffy at the moment, uh, dressed in looks like um, the dark coats of uh, Imperial Alchemists or Science Academy Mm. and has the the logo of the Imperial Science Academy uh, on his jacket. Mm. His throat has been uh, ripped out from the side. Blood is gushing out of him, but you can see that uh, as you glance over him, um, even with a seven, he has a series of mouths and eyeballs streaking up the side of his face, blending into the beard. Four eyeballs open along his brow and and hairline and blink at you, each a different Gonna color. Pull out a dagger and and end this individual's life. Okay, uh, so as a... Leaven pulls out a dagger, um, uh, Ivy, you will recognize Doctor Volturis. Wait. <gasps> Stop. Why? He's already dead. This is a... Six. Doctor. My favorite daughter. (laughs) Bear the dying. When he says that, Ivy... Uh, you do not need to roll a, an insight roll. Uh, he is obviously trying to use you. Like it is, you're you're well beyond that point in your life. I think. Um, okay. Cool. I think maybe my favorite daughter sounds desperate. He's mm-hmm. he's pushing it. She's gonna she's gonna kneal on his. He is he he's so he's like lying down on the. He's ground, lying face right? down on the ground. Um, the left part of his throat. Uh, some of his arteries are nicked, but basically everything except his larynx is torn out in a triangle here. She's going to uh, lean down, press her knee onto his chest. <laughs> Where is she? Bellis. Does she know we're coming?
you can see through all of you. She knows what you know. How are you not? Because I'm stronger than you. I'm better than you. All the pain you've put me through my entire life. I'm stronger. I made you strong. You tortured me. And used me. And look at you now. Yes. But I could have been that in much different ways. You monster. You are worse than what you made me. I am only a part of the darkness that is your soul. And I hope wherever you go that you rot and are tortured and never get released from that agony. I can... I can help you. Oh, I'm sure you could, Doctor. I can... What do the rest of you do watching this? Lena's just waiting um, for Ivy to finish her business and... Who did yeah. you... How did you escape? Guess you'll have to never know the answer to that little mystery. Look what she did to you. Isn't it something? You're weak. You are nothing. Goodbye, Doctor. And she'll snap his neck. Okay. Uh, as you do, it looks like he was preparing to absolutely level the final abusive father comment of the year uh, like it just like you you could just feel it that one knife that was aimed right into the center of your stomach but before you gave him a chance a quick twist and you'll feel his spine just rip and he and is Claudette still. will kind of flinch just a little bit and this uh, sort of slightly surprised but totally accepting and just like from what she's heard about him he's not a very good person <laughs> the science division is not necessarily well thought of and yeah she was probably like she was talking like the level that I am like mm. I was talking at so if you guys were around her you probably would have heard everything she said it was, she didn't it's care dead quiet yeah. in the garden yeah. So yeah she didn't care what you guys heard so you would have heard the entire thing um yeah she's gonna search his body now okay see if there's anything uh, useful you are going to find a pair of mutagens on him okay uh in a bandolier uh as well as uh, he has no cure potions but he will have a potion of Potion of 
pardon me, my potion list is taking me somewhere else. No, just tell me. Uh, he has a potion of... Uh, a, a potion of resistance. Which he did Amazing. not manage to take, unfortunately. <laughs> well, for him. So yeah, if you roll me a d10. Yep. Ah, uh, d10. Four. Uh, cool. It is a potion of force resistance. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah. Cool. Damn. Cool. All right, so. With that, what do you do? Megan's gonna quietly utter a short prayer to the orphan to send this individual's soul along and hopefully um I think this one's a little different from her usual one this one's more along the lines of let him get his just desserts basically fair <laughs> yeah um but that's all she'll do 20 feet until the door. Uh, who wants to start the party? Let's go. Um, I have a potion of force resistance. Does anyone necessarily want that? or I'll keep it on me for now, but it, it's, it's here if anyone really wants it. Hmm. Find it useful? For sure. Fair. But you keep it. So do we want to just, like, break through the door, or what? I mean... Is it locked? I mean, it can be probably not locked, and very, at that point, very well, like you know, uh, uh, is you know, control so that, so that you know, one of her mech's fists just, like, comes up in front. Hold on, hold on. I'll try it. Try to open it slowly first. That sounds good. Catherine's gonna go up to the door if you see if it's locked. As you head up to the door, it is not locked. It's a large double door, 10 feet in height, and uh, 10 feet in width as well, um, that is designed for large ceremonial entrances and exits. It is neither locked nor barred. All right, are we ready then? Let's do it. Give me a moment. Um, and Leiden's actually going to cast Death Ward on Claudette. Um... Which I think Claude, Christine's familiar with that already, on how that one works. The In fact, it's one of the spells that Claudette can cast. <laughs> oh, nice. Good. Um, well, anyway, Lean's going to cast that as one of her fourth level spells. And actually, she's going to spend the other slot to cast it on herself. <laughs> Just in uh, case. Ivy's going to take her potion of sharpness and put that on her blades if she yeah, can. The, blade of sh uh, the oil of sharpness? Yeah, yeah you absolutely oil can. Of sharpness. Perfect. And uh, do you know what that does? Um, I am looking it up right now. Yep, it is as per the rule. So oil of sharpness means that um, your item is magical and has a plus three bonus to attack and damage. Which, Holy shit! Amazing. Funnily enough, if the door had been locked, uh, Claudette had actually prepped knock, <laughs> where she could just go. Can I come in? <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> Very also has lock picks as well. But... She also has a max smash. We are attempting stealth. Just a little bit. Just 
just just just an attempt at least until they sm- until they spot us. Talfrin, do you open the door? Well, once everyone gives me the get, give, gives me the single sig sing signal. Oh my god! Wow. Very gives you the thumbs up through through the cockpit. All right, we're opening the door. All right, the door opens, revealing a uh, a large and surprisingly pristine palace hallway. The tiles are immaculate and looks like they've been recently polished. And then the light shifts. And like a mirage in front of you, you see it differently. The vast halls of the capital are as they were before, but everything is stained. The walls once brilliantly wallpapered now glisten with gore. Everywhere is drenched in the meat of the populace. Veins throb in the places where once chandeliers hung. But it's tidy. There's no clutter. And as you open the door, uh, anyone with a passive perception of 15 or higher will hear the sound of hard-soled shoes. Well, boots, really. And male walking down the hallway. A single set. Hello? A voice echoes down the hall. Masculine. Deep. Familiar. Sister. Are you here now? Telfrin's going to try to enter the room really quietly, kind of slipping behind anything he can, into shadows if he can. Absolutely. There are plenty of places to hide inside of this hallway. Now, it's quite a grand hallway, about 20 feet wide here, uh, with with numerous accoutrements on either side, various, like, shelves and chairs and meeting places, um, adorned with all manner of... um, uh, of portraiture along the wall that are now behind a thick membrane of flesh. And you are going to see that a uh, a man is walking down the hall. Well, <laughs> not easily, though. Every other step, his left leg drags almost half a foot. Sister... She wishes to speak with you. And as he steps forward in toward the light, Talfrin, from where you're hiding with your cloak, you will be able to see that it is an attractive man of about just under six feet, um, a little about six feet exactly with his boots, uh, dressed in imperial mail that has been blackened and changed to fit the new body proportions. His left arm drags behind him long, 
thick. The muscle wrapping around the bone like vines around a tree. His shoulder is dipped. His face is still handsome, but knotted with veins and blackened lines. And in the center of his forehead, a third eye looks forward, rolling, without a pupil or iris. It is just a white. Claudette's just going to freeze. Because she didn't have the perception to hear the footsteps, but I'm assuming the words she would have heard. You would have heard that call out for sure. She's just going to freeze, like, as I think Lita and her Ivy are probably next to go in towards the door. So she's just going to freeze there and just absolute just horror. Come bring your toys if you must. I am but a seneschal. in service to my queen. She wishes to meet with you. Eight? Where is the eighth? He takes a step next to where Talfrin is hiding. far away from us is he? About ten feet. So he is basically standing in the doorway now. Talfrin hides to the side, his cloak of elven kind wrapping around him, blending him into the stonework. Well, the flesh work, I should say. Technically, this is now a natural environment. Yes. Elves didn't predict that, but it's true. Um, sorry, that's my devious mind working. I would like to cast hold person and then push Claudette and start heading the way we're supposed to be going. Go ahead. If I can. So it's, they need to succeed a wisdom save. Fail. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, they are paralyzed. He is paralyzed standing in the doorway. Is that the doorway we have to go through? It is, yes. It is the doorway into the palace. Uh, It's ten feet wide, though. In that case, yeah, I'm going to push Claudette past him. Because I have... I mean, each turn he can try and break it, but... Yeah. Just go! And she's going to push. Claudette will kind of stumble and just... I think... You know what? This is a really clear direction being given in... When her mind is shutting down, so... The orrery is directly in front of you and to the right, less than 50 feet. You've been there before. It's that room right there, the third door. She will stumble that way, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, what's everyone else doing? Moving through? Leiden is pushing and then following immediately along. Kind of that thing where it's like push and then if they get and like mm-hmm. kind of like grab the arm and pull if she needs to. As soon as they pass, and Talfrin will follow. Sounds good. Uh, Ivy. Um, yeah, Ivy's probably, I guess, 
taking up the rear, making sure everyone's, you know, getting through all right. Mm -hmm. All right. And um, uh, Very, what is your whole shtick? Because this guy's right in the middle of the doorway that you've got to smush through. Yeah. Can you, like, pick him up? Spin him around, put him in the room, and close the door? Well, you can put him into the hall, like, outside. Yeah, because we opened the it, doors. He was there. Could I literally just pick him up and... He's, he is paralyzed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. I feel uh, like that's a bad idea and something's bad. Bad is going to happen. Gonna just, are you just going to set him down or are you just going to, like, yeet him? <gasps> he, he is paralyzed, so any attack you have uh, basically auto-hits. It's an auto-crit if you hit. Oh my god, I could just... No, you could just smash his head in at this point. Oh you could just push god. through the door and just, like, step on him and crush him. You could just open fire at point-blank range with your laser. You could do many things right now, Very. <laughs> um... How much does Very know or care about who it is? I mean, that, that was a was? little... Like, very, he doesn't actually know who this is. Well, you heard what? sister. Uh, that, okay, yeah, I did hear that. Um, she's like, oh. And she's, yeah, she's, she's going to pick him up. And... Uh, God, what do I want to do with this? She actually likes these folks. Um, she's gonna she's gonna pick him up and she's going to just place him down outside the door. Okay, sounds good. Because she actually likes her friends. Okay, and Can doesn't you... want to upset them. And make me an acrobatics roll to get through the door with the mech. <laughs> Absolutely. Using the uh, mech decks. Okay. Uh, disadvantage or no? Disadvantage because you're you're not eating this guy. <laughs> Christine, can you give me, uh, can you roll Ooh. me something real quick? Check the chat. Um, that's going to be a 14. Okay. Uh, it'll take you a minute. Well, not a full minute, but it'll take you a little a minute, like a, a few, uh, well, it'll take you uh, uh, the rest of your round to work through. Uh, but you'll be able to squeeze it through. You're going to ruin your paint job. Um, that's fine. God damn it, Christine. I already wrote everything. <laughs> I feel like Claudette would have been upset. Maybe just a little. Okay. I feel like the whole party might be a little bit upset, you know? Might judge you a little bit. This for... was one of the good guys that got, like, just destroyed. Yeet! <laughs> Oh, really, really preying on, on various uh, sociopathy there. Okay. Uh, so good. Uh, I'll be very. Uh, one second. Wow, all of you rolled really well. In I asked everybody for an initiative roll in the in our Zoom chat just so I'd had it in case you I need it. Uh, 
Except me, and I even have advantage. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Uh, and that will be. Uh... Oh my God, I was I was happy with my nineteen, but every, almost everybody else got higher than me. Uh... I'm dexterous, man. I I got dexterous. That's fair. Uh, Z, and what the hell is uh? Okay, cool. Got my initiative chart. Got it. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Which is scary because we don't know what's on it yet. It's true. You head down the hall to the door that you know is the right one. Do you open it? Um, if I'm pretty sure it's the right one, then I'll just open it. You are. Leiden's readying for something to attack them as they go I'll, through. Like I'll try and open it quietly. Same with Ivy. Ivy is mm -hmm. like preparing for attack. <laughs> And I'll have my sword out at this point, just in case. The doors will open. And actually, can I pre-activate Bladesong? Yeah. I think I have enough uses of it now that... Hmm? You know what? I think there's probably going to be something in this room. You open the door to the orrery. Now much... Much more like a gallery than anything else. It stretches out before you, 200 feet deep. Various tiers raised to the right and to the left. The room's been pillaged. Once upon a time, there was a number of different things that were held here. Put on display. From all across the lands. You remember as a girl being in this room and seeing all of the artifacts that had been collected by the Empire over its history. So many wonderful trinkets. On the left wall, a horn salvaged from an ancient tomb of an ancient dragon lord. It was just the tip, but it was larger than your entire body. Kalanzarnak, the tag read. On the right wall, proudly mounted, was the sentient floating shield. of the famed paladin, Viceland Skyborn. There were other things here as well, relics from other worlds, the remnants of the Tower of Edagon, the first hints of true power lie in this room. And now they are empty. As is the room. Save for a stairwell at the back that rises to one of the grand the one of the grand relics of the past age. The black door of Vexnergali. And directly in front of it stands a woman. 
There is nothing strange about this woman. She is beautiful and young. Her eyes are blue, without whites or pupils. Her skin is pale and smooth, though it drips with ichor from the eyes and lips. Her form is slender, her body supple, particularly the folded wings and the rows of teeth that chitter along her naked collarbone. But she is beautiful by any standard still. She stands at the base of the stairwell and smiles at you. And what you remember once as being a room of flowing cerulean carpets is now stained indigo by an inch of blood that floods the entire floor. Once this was an oratory dedicated to the orphan. Now, as you look around and see that the walls are decorated with flesh and bodies. And hundreds of faces leer down at you. This is a shrine to nightmare now. They hang on the wall like death masks and look down at you, glaring, screaming, crying, wailing silently. Cousin! She says with a smile, stepping down, and as she does through the windows at the back, which have been stained with only a few dozen drops of blood, in spite their immense size. You can see the crown atop her head. So wonderful to see you. I can't say the same. Your design choices just haven't changed. It's a little ostentatious. It's I know. You see, it's a truthful things. I brought the best interior decorators I could. Auntie, uncle. A pair of the faces push out of the wall on tendrils. Five, ten feet. And look toward you. The faces of your parents melded to the wall. Their eyes roll, and they moan in pain without sound. You always were a bitch. To think I tried to look after you as a child. Just die already. I... No? <laughs> I don't think so. I like being here. Yeah, I don't think anybody else thinks that about you. You didn't even come to my wedding. I waited for you the entire time at the stone. Where were you? What a bad cousin. Well, let's see. You know what? The ones who try to take the wedding by force from my brother, who should have been the one to be married... You're a conniving bunch of backstabbers. 
Your whole family should be wiped out. And as far as I can tell, you're not actually my cousin. Well, you're a wish of a grieving man who should not even exist. You've been to Vexnergali. Oh, surprise, cousin. You're here. Uh, this is why you're after the door. What do you want to be called? You're not my cousin. No, you can call me your god. How about no? We have gods already. We don't need more. Hmm. I'll be sure to put you on the wall with your family. Uh, I need you to make you me You can try. Okay. All right. Um, I would like to vitriolic sphere. Uh, she has initiative on you. Oh, really? Yeah, she All got right. a 24. <sighs> uh, I need you to do me a favor and make me a save. Sorry, I was just pulling up the spell. Uh, oh, God, I can use this, can I? Uh, I need you to make me a wisdom save. Okie dokie. Uh, that is, uh, 22. All right. Uh, the horrors from your deepest nightmares, uh, are going to, um, are going to surround you and you're just going to shrug it off as the phantasmal killer just wipes off of you. Good, good job there, actually. Uh, because you said 22? Yep. Good, good work. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, all right. Uh, that is going to be her first action uh, as she takes a step forward. Uh, and uh, it is Claudette's turn. Claudette, what do you want to do? She is about... Uh, vitriolic sphere to her face. Okay. Go ahead and make me an attack. Um, well, it's actually a point within range, so I will okay. do it right in front of her feet. Sounds good. Uh, she has to... to make a deck save. Cool. I have advantage on this. So that's fun. Bam! Uh, ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's like a 20-something. Okay, she saves. Okay. Um, but you're going to take half the initial damage. Uh, what kind of damage is it? Uh, it's acid. Let me just okay. the dice roller. Damn! Clever girl. Partly because you're a velociraptor. Um... Okay, so that is going to hit her, and actually, actually is going to singe her a little bit because she—that is the one thing she doesn't have resistance to that I know of right now. Good hit. Okay, sorry, oh. one second. I just have to set up a roller. So she is down. It's a two hundred foot hallway. She is down about, I'd say, about a hundred and fifty feet. We'll say at the Sweet, bottom. That's of this. my range on the spell. Oh God damn it! So it hits at the feet in front of her. Okay, that's going to splash up on her. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to take 15 points of acid damage. Okay. For half damage. Okay, so that's once it's, it has been halved or has not been halved? That's ha been halved. It would have been 30 okay. otherwise, because 10d4. Perfect. Okay. Uh, all right. Do you do anything with your else with your action? Um, I don't think I can, because that I'll was make you an offer. Spell. What sort of offer? <laughs> uh, I'll let you cast any cantrip you want as well. because you're angry enough. I don't have anything far enough range, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, no, my best is 60 foot. Um, you can move closer. 
not close enough to get within 60 feet. Okay. Then not if I she's at 150. Sounds good. All right. So are you moving anywhere? So the it's about 200 feet wide, about about 60 feet, uh, pardon me, about 200 feet deep, about fi- uh, 60 feet wide. So um, I will move in and to the side. Okay. I don't want to get too close to those walls because they've shown that they can send tendrils out. Yep. Um. So I'm going to try and keep an eye on that. But I'm going to move out from the doorway so that everybody else can get in. Sounds good. Without so, like clogging up a, a point where she could hit with a, like a beam attack or something like that. Perfect. All right. Behind you, uh, Leiden, it's your turn. Um, so first thing, um, I already sent a message quickly, but uh, yeah. hold person only lasts for one minute. So I believe that is now over because we've been talking for more than a minute. Mm. Um, so that pops. Um, my action is going to be to activate Radiant Soul and pop my wings out. Sounds good. Are you activating both? Are you activating both? Uh, sure. Let's cool. do that. That is my action. Um, Sounds good. Can you make, uh, I'll let you do it as a bonus action, as an offer. To let me do the second one? I'll let you do both of them as a bonus action, as my offer. Sure. Okay. Done. For those so of then you I who have, have my not heard, <laughs> I, I uh, allow bending of the rules for a one-sided offer. Uh, it is now in my court, which means I get to cheat whenever I want. Mm-hmm. So, so she's about 150 feet away. She is at this point. I'm yes. in the doorway. Um. All right. So my bonus action is to activate those, and then I'm going to. Yeah, just get my mace ready, and it's gonna do a, I think a full move. Spend my full move to dash 60 feet forward. Okay. Are you yeah. going to? Are you saying anything? Um. Something along the lines of, bitch, you don't belong here. Okay. Uh, she's going to like look away from Claudette, wipe some of the acid off, and use legendary action. She's going to look up at you, uh, mark you for death, and say, funny, neither do you, and is going to unfurl her wings. Uh, cool. Uh, remind me that, uh, whenever you are hit, uh, you're taking extra damage from her. Now, marked for death, Dif- um, different, is different than mine. Okay. Yeah. This is just a power that this, this enemy has. Okay. I'm using a template from a, from a devil for her, for this. Ooh. Um, so, uh, moving over to the side, are you doing anything else with your action? Uh, well, I was double moved to get 60 feet and also I'm in the air too. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, now, I believe at the end of my turn, I take damage because of the secondary one. Strangely, you won't in this room. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Right? Hmm. Strange. Uh, let me know when you cast any magic. Uh, oh. Ivy, it is okay. your turn. Uh, in front of you, you're going to see Leiden scream her awesome, wicked comeback uh, and take to the sky as basically like her wings, all like all of the feathers that would be there kind of are replaced by a sheen of like molten light. Yeah, Ivy's gonna stay. Try and stay. Oh, yeah! Don't don't ha- touch it. Yeah. Um. How roughly? How big? You think? Why is this room? Is Leiden like standing six, in the middle? Sixty, two hundred. Leiden sixty deep out of the two hundred. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ivy's gonna be doing the same movement, but I don't want to be anywhere in in Leiden's bubble of ouchie. Yep. Uh, Ten so, feet. So, and just Ten to give feet? you a sense, okay. if this is the length of the room, so this is if two hundred feet deep. Uh. You guys are walking there. 
Like, this yeah. is where Leiden is, this is where that is. And the door is about 180 feet ahead of you up a flight of stairs. Yeah, um, so Ivy, uh, so we, uh, going into the room before Ivy would have, um, cap, uh, activated her crimson yep. by cutting herself. Uh, her blade that has the oil of sharpness on it as well also now glimmers in her lovely purple lightning. Um, bonus action, I am going to use my, um, my, a feat from my strange metabolism, choosing to ignore the effect, side effect of a mutagen affecting me for one minute. So I'm going to choose to ignore my 10 foot speed reduction. Oh good, and I was worried so, about that one to be honest. Yeah, no, uh, I know what I was doing. Um, yeah. I'll take my disadvantage on death saving throws. It's fine, it's fine, everything's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, but good. I have advantage on death saving throws, so it's it's, it's, it's flat. It's so okay. I'm not as worried about that one. All right, so, um, gonna... so yeah, she's gonna um, she's gonna take out her blades. Well, she already has them out, but she's gonna um, take to the skies as well with her lovely new wings, and um, she will um, double move as well, sixty feet, but staying outside of Leiden's ten feet. Um, glowing ball of death, and she's gonna so, hello, mother. And she'll just, she'll demure at you. Hmm. They grow up so fast. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to use my, I'm going to use another action. Uh, I'm going to use another legendary as you move forward. And uh, she's going to fly 30 feet forward. She is now center of the room. Okay, uh, so if that's about 100 feet so she's only about 40 feet away now mm -hmm. she's very close she's very close mm -hmm. speaking of very close very you're managing to like stomp through the hallway and are going to hear all of this on the other side of this door um this is 15 feet wide but one of the doors is shut so you can you can definitely kick one of the door open one of the doors down as a free action oh absolutely just boom through the door all right what do you do <laughs> surprise motherfucker I'm here! And she's gonna take a step forward. Uh, so, so, uh, Lucci is now within 60 feet of the front of the room, correct? Uh, she is within, uh, no, she is not. She is, uh, she was 150 feet, I think I said. Okay, so, so she now is she's now 120. 120. Yep. Alright, so I'm gonna take a 30, I, I have a 30 foot movement. Mm hmm. Um,. That'll get me uh, to what seventy feet away from her. Mm -hmm. My attack's got a sixty-foot reach. Well, uh, well, yeah, she's yeah. gonna she she's gonna move forward. All right, sounds good. You you can you you gonna use any spells or anything? Um. None of my spells have that long of range, I don't think. Oh, okay. actually, um, you don't have time to set up catapult. It's just—it's one action, though. Is it? Yeah, it's one action. I'm just like thinking um, of like the the ability to set it up all inside of a cockpit. Oh yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, mechanically, that's accurate. Uh, actually, Unless yeah, you I, literally do just use the arm of the mech as a as a focus but yeah that's not that's not me there's not really anything cool. you can use though but anyway yeah because all of my spells are contained on my belt so i'm mm. in a cockpit i can't really um uh, i can't really use any of them okay 
you know, I'll let you use I'll let you use the beam at that range. I would love to. Sounds good. What's my save? Uh, you are. Oh, I just. Uh, what did I just do with that? Uh, hmm. I have so many pages open. Holy crap! Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> welcome to my life. Yeah, it's gonna be a DC seventeen. Say it. I'm assuming a deck save. Oh, it's a deck save. Yeah. It's a deck. Okay, so yeah, seventeen okay. decks. Dick's DC seventeen. Uh, seventeen. So that counts from that's. So yeah, I take half. That, you t oh damn it! Okay, cool. Um, not cool, but okay. I'm cool. Ten d ten. Someone in the chat says, "I just came into some spicy family drama." Oh my lord! Yes, you have. Yes. Uh, that divided by that. So you're gonna take twenty-one points of damage. Okay. All right, so stepping forward and unleashing a, uh, a barrage of, um, of lightning is going to dance up her frame as she lofts into the air uh, and is going to just burn a part of her with this lightning as she dodges to the side. Uh, it almost doesn't hit her, but it does slash along her side. Um, I guess she is going to... Uh, are you doing anything else, else with your action? Um... No, I don't think I am at the moment. Okay, sounds good. The offer is off the table. Leiden, what's your AC? It's going to be an 18. Cool. Uh, I rolled a nat 18. Uh, so that is going to be... Ooh, damn. Okay, I need more D8s. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay, so uh, Leiden, uh, she is going to fly toward you, is going to reach her hand out, and as she does, uh, her arm is going to extend bonelessly across the distance. Her flashing nails are going to embed in the side of your shoulder, uh, and you are going to take, that is 8, 10, 17, uh, 24 points of slashing damage. Okay, so it's just slashing? Yeah, it's magical, but it's slashing. Okay. Um, my shield of magic resistance, what does that do? Uh, it means that if you are targeted by a spell, uh, you have some fun stuff happen. Okay, so it doesn't affect magic resistance or like Does not. Uh, it doesn't affect, okay. this is just basically a weird freaking attack. Okay, so you said it was 20 what points? 20? Uh, 20, I think it's a 24. Four, I believe. 24. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I need, to, I need to open some Queen's Blood. All right. Speaking of, oh, Ivory just drank. Okay. Uh, uh, Zeet is going to step inside. Uh, by the way, the offer is back on the table now. Uh, Zeet is going to step into the room and go, fuck this, and going to start unloading. <laughs> so spend some grit points. Nice. And uh, what's her AC? Oh, you know, that'll work. Um, so that's going to be... Okay, 12, 9, yeah, 60 points of damage is pretty good. We'll say 60. Okay, he's going to just start firing up into her as she is strafing across the room. Um, Yitri as well is going to rush inside, double moving and dodging off to the side as not to get zapped by Varys' laser ever again. Uh, and uh, is going to try to get close enough to um 
uh, to uh, blast uh, when the time is available. Um, and one sec. Uh, Uh, yes, so Amy, you have both active simultaneously. So, both effects? Both effects okay. will it double stacks. Okay, cool, good. Okay, uh, so that's Yitri. Uh, sure, this is going to step outside of the room. Actually, you know what, he's gonna, he's already stepping outside, he's already outside of the room. Uh, he is going to just stand in the destroyed doorway and look inside for a minute, kind of contemplating some things. Uh, Talfrin, it's your turn, what do you do? Okay, um, I would like to go forward 40 feet, as is my movement, mm -hmm. towards her. Okay. And is she about 60 feet from me, then? She's about 60 feet and in the air. And in the air. Oh, okay. I was going to try to hurl a javelin. Uh, yeah, you're within range. Do it. Okay. I'm gonna, Are you going to rage? I'm going to rage. Okay, yeah. roll me 2D. Go roll me 800. Right. Uh, da 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 Sorry. Uh, six. Really? Okay. Yep. Okay, that's a weird one. Uh, let me check the other one. Uh, can you give me another roll? Both of yeah. these are kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, no worries. Uh, 48. 48. Cool. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, nope, that's stupid. And <laughs> this one. Okay. Uh... Okay. Uh... Give me one more roll. Sorry, yeah. I don't want to do this no to you, but. This is oh, a okay. this is a very strange chart, and some of them are like one of them was literally you throw a ball of snakes at the person, and I'm like, what? No, uh, thank you. What about a uh, ninety-two? Ninety-two sounds like exactly what I want. <laughs> um, That's okay. There's like a hundred choices, so two hundred, two hundred. There's two hundred. Okay, there you go. Two hundred choices. Some of them are going to be a little not applicable. Okay. Um, sounds good. I know what that is going to happen. Uh, the alternative hey. was that you turn into a potted plant for a round. Oh, Caitlin enjoys this. Talfrin would be a little pissed. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay. And uh, what are you trying to do? Uh, basically just rage and hurl a javelin at her. Okay. You may throw the javelin. Uh, go ahead. Please throw with disadvantage. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 to hit is going to be a... You have a determination, I noticed. Oh, yeah. I'll use my determination. Oh, look. That's a hit. Uh, ah! you are, and you are no longer in rage. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, you oh, hurl the javelin. It flies through the air. And as it impacts, there's going to be a shattering uh, feeling in your chest. And you are going to get knocked backwards onto the ground, no longer in rage. Oh. You just unraged yourself. Hmm. Uh, but this, you still hit, so give it to me. Ah, uh, nice. Okay. Uh, by the way, you get th two throws with javelins. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, well, first one. 
Okay, yeah, it's just that. Okay. First one's a seven. Piercing. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's not my best. Okay, and you can make me uh, another attack if you'd like. Yeah, with disadvantage again? Uh, no. Not on this one. Because the first oh. one is because you, uh, it was happening as you were blasted out. Um, gotcha. however, I need to make a save for her. Actually, I, you don't get a save. I just pick a random thing that stops working. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, her wings are going to furl and she's going to drop to the ground. Because oh. it cancels one of her random abilities for a round. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to toss another javelin with a 21. That's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. A hit. Okay. Uh, sorry. Mm, okay. I also have a lot of tabs open here. Uh, it's going to be nine damage. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. You are going to uh, throw that javelin at her. She is on the ground, uh, kind of kneeling in a superhero pose, uh, and is going to collide with the side of her face, um, scratching down and plunging into the hungry maw along her chest. Uh, she is going to snarl and is going to dodge toward Claudette, um, as is her want, and is going to use uh, Claudette. I need you to make me a saving throw, please, versus uh, a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Is that your total? Yeah. Do you want to use your determination? Sure. Okay. Uh, so 23. All right, 23. She is going to point a finger at you, snarl, and uh, join your family, she says in two voices. Uh, and uh, one second. Let me just roll this damage up. Uh, 14. Uh, 19. Uh, 27. 30. Okay. How many hit points do you have? 61. Are you shitting me? No. You take, uh, oh, it's halved. I, so, uh, you take 30 points of necrotic damage as Finger of Death hits you. Jesus. I rolled 61 exactly, and, um, that would have insta-killed you, by the way. No, it wouldn't, because I have Death Ward on me. Two. There you go. They almost would have insta-killed you. All right, so you're going to take that, uh, and then for, uh, as her bonus action, uh, she is going to turn and look at Ivy, who is bearing down, kind of, are you, are you setting up an attack, Ivy? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, she's going in for an attack, yes, 100%. Uh, I need you to make me a wisdom save. Oh, I bet I do. Oh, ah, shite. Okay, dice. Ooh, I love it when I only add plus one to wisdom. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm going to spend my determination, and that's going to be a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you're going to be able to shrug through this as she turns yes. and looks at you, and the flesh of her face shivers. Ivy, don't do it. You see Dirk's face shiver into existence over her own. Ah, no, don't do it to my baby! 
please, I, I, I. And you see the tongue poised on the on the tip of the teeth. Um, Claudette, it's your turn. She's looking away from you. Um. All right. Well, uh, she you, might regret that. Yeah, she probably will. Um, because I am going to scorching ray her. However, this is our modded scorching ray, which does acid damage instead. Oh, cool. So it's it's uh, it's sizzle ray. It's yes. sizzle reel. Um. So this is. Three range spell attacks. And I think I'm going to cast it at a third level. Yeah, third level slot. Sounds good. Okay, so three range attacks. Holy shit! What? You're not going to believe me. Two of those were nat 20s. Did you, did you do double nat 20? Uh, no advantage. Three attack rolls. Okay. Nat 20, nat 20, and 18. All right, give it to me. That's not with my additions. <laughs> I have to picture this. Uh, I'm so sorry. Nat- I rolled three dice, and this is amazing. So nat 20, nat 20, 18. Okay, uh, that's going to uh, well, be... Then 18 will also get... Uh, 18 will hit. Roll me damage. More added to it. One shot. Kill her. One shot. Kill her. Okay, so this is using. God damn it! How many d8s? D6s. Okay, so three d6s per hit. Oh boy. Okay, 27 on the first crit. Okay. Thirty on the second crit. Okay. And then fourteen on the last hit. And that's all acid damage. Okay. She is definitely bloodied. Um, that is going to slam into her once, twice, three times as she is looking away, uh, burning uh, Dirk's face off of her own, actually, which is a fantastic Just hit. go back to hell, cousin. Okay. And uh, that is... Nobody de- wants you here. I don't want her here. Um, that is glorious. Uh, okay, do you have another action? Or is that it? No, because that was a full spell, so that's okay. all I can do. Sounds good. Uh, she um, though, how far away is she from me? Uh, from you right now, I'd say she's about thirty feet. I am gonna try and shift away. Okay. So I've got the forty foot movement right now. I'm not gonna try and get too close to the wall, but I'm trying. To... You're trying to move toward the door, or like put more like fifty feet between us at least. <laughs> Make it a little harder to hit me. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use a legendary for her. Uh, and I am going to, um, let's see who's in my range right now. You know, Leiden's still above me. So, uh, Leiden, I'm going to make attack from underneath with my, uh, 20 foot long arm. What's your AC? 18. Hey. Uh, 
you take 10 points of damage. I rolled almost all ones and twos. You are lucky. Um, she is going to just kind of snarl, look up, and lash her hand up. Uh, which is going to slash across your chest. Um, unleashing a bit of a deluge of blood down onto her. And Leiden, it's your turn. Um, I think Ivy wanted to go because we were tied for initiative. Oh, were you? Okay, yeah, go ahead. It sounds like it. So Ivy can go ahead. Okay, okay. Just I know you got the nat twenty, so if you wanted to go first too, but just like mm. I was just kind of like that's how I, I determined that she would go first. But like, oh, yeah. if you no, if then, you want to yeah, trade no. off, go ahead. That's not my. It's all good. So go ahead, Ivy. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh. Free action. Activate the force blade. Um. On my sword. And uh. Uh. I'm gonna go take three attacks at Mama Dearest. Okay. Because no, she does not. Um, okay, go ahead. Make me three attacks. Okay. All right. Um, what am I doing? I have three different colored die. Let's do that. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Um, oh, it's a plus three, two as well. Um, that's going to be my lowest one is a 23 to hit. Okay. Give me your damage. Okay. Um, so for the force, it's an extra D6 of force, correct? It is. Cool. All right. Plus an extra D6 for the lightning. lightning. Yep. So then uh, double that twice. Uh, and then the D. Wait, did you get crits? No, but the. the so I. With my bonus action, she can do three attacks because I'm dual oh, okay. wielding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget to yeah. add plus three to every attack. Every attack. Cool. So um, okay. now that does not stack above your pluses for the force blade. So. Yeah. It it's replaces. Just off. Yeah, it's yeah, the, so it's the plus highest three instead of plus one. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool, yeah, cool. Which cool. is still, you know, basically you're in barbarian <laughs> rage. I am. I am. I'm pretty mad at my mom, to be honest, right now. Um, so yeah, this okay. is totally the dark saber. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lightning oil of sharpness and force blade. She just has one blade is just like crackling with magical energy right now. All right. Um, I don't have enough dice to do my. The, the offhand hit right now, so I'm just gonna roll my first damage. Uh, do you need things separate? No, I do not. Perfect. Okay, 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 okay. Ugh. Ah, phone, calculator. Too much dice in my brain right now. I rolled really high on some of these die. Thank you, die gods. Um, 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 um. Yep, that's how I feel. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so for the first two hits, not offhand, um, that's going to be 52 points of damage. Okay. And then the offhand is... I'm going to be a little more sad. Um, <laughs> uh that's only going to be um, 10 points of damage for the offhand. And you added the plus two to all of them, even the last one? Oh, plus two. No, so that's going to be, um, what did I say, 10? So 13 points of damage. How do you want to do this? <gasps> yes! 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 One hit point. <laughs> yes! Oh, that plus three blade. Yes! Oh my god, I'm so excited. Um... Oh shit, I didn't think I was gonna get this. 
Wish it nice. <laughs> so basically, right after Claudette tells you to go to hell, you're gonna send her to hell. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, so Ivy's gonna I like. Mind if I do? <laughs> in a like a cool, calm rage that just like she's gonna go. Well, mother, you did do a good job. Girl, they do grow up very fast. Now, why don't you kindly go to the hell that you came from? And she will take her first blade, and. She will cut off one wing. She will take her second sh- thing, cut off the second wing, and then she's just gonna stab her in her heart. She's going to look up at you with those eyes, and the blue will retract, and for a moment you'll be looking at the beautiful eyes of Lucia Maravec. Uh, can you make me a charisma save, please? Oh shit! Uh, she's gonna reach out as her as her reaction, her legendary last ditch rea- beyond death reaction, oh, no. and just put a hand on the top of your chest. And uh, I need a charisma save, please. I know. Um, I pulled out. I pulled out my. This has been my lucky die. Um, I didn't bring this out tonight. But tonight I'm going to bring. Is it this out. a spell? Uh, in a way, everything. Can I try counterspelling her? I will let you use. It's a reaction. I'll let you use counterspell to give Ivy advantage. Yes, yes. (gasps) I'll let let it. I'll let it mess with the arcane connection in the atmosphere. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh no. Yes, Christine. Yes. Fucking nat twenty. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, as she does that, um, Leiden, you are overhead. It's your turn. What do you do? Oh, um, I was gonna smash with the radiant um, guiding bolt at fourth at third level. You may do so. Um. Uh. She I is, need to make a ranged spell attack. She's you, prone though, she right? Is, she is paralyzed, so all you have to do is hit. Okay. So I have to make a ranged spell attack. All right, you'll do this with advantage. Okay. Oh. Trizelta just bought something good happens, so... Uh, so. <laughs> My roll is so bad, even with advantage! What was it? I rolled a Four and a one. That's the oh, the, no. the four with your bonuses is gonna hit. With the the nine total or whatever yeah, ends up being. She's paralyzed and basically dead. So you're more okay. or less target shooting. Thanks. Okay. Cool. Because <laughs> it's gonna be. Let me roll this. Um. Forty-four radiant damage. Okay, uh, so as you call down from above, you are going to unleash a barrage of radiant damage. A full 88 plus points of radiant damage is going to slam down, uh, just mulching her across the room. Bits and pieces fly everywhere. The hand on Ivy's chest flies into the wall. And the room is quiet and silent for a minute. Nothing is here. 
Just death and the eight of you. I would get the door open, Shirthus yells from the back of the room, but I'm not telling you to do anything. Are we still on initiative rounds, or...? Uh, at the moment, I'm gonna say no. Okay, then Leiden is still in the air, and she's still got her wings, so she's gonna beeline it to the door. So. Yeah, Claudette will just turn and run to it, then, because she's got extra speed up still from Bladesong. Sounds good. Yeah, um, so Leiden's just gonna stop and hover in front of it when she gets there. Okay, as you hover in front of it. Uh, what's Vary doing? Uh, Mike, or Cat, I can't, uh, quite make that out. Ha! It might help if I unmute myself. Um, she's gonna take a quick glance behind her to see if anything is coming out, like, from the main area there. Um, and if there is nothing, she's just gonna go towards the door. Okay. Like the, so the fancy door. All right, moving up the stairs, you're going to move toward them. And uh, Claudette, what are you doing? Making it that way? I was, so yeah, I said I okay, lost the ability on continue running. Yep. Talifrin's booking it that way. Okay. Um, all right. Um, Yitri is going to rush forward as well, as uh, Zeke is going to like look around kind of cautiously. And as you touch down in front of the door, uh, Leiden the ground is going to begin to shake. <laughs> cute. A deep voice is going to echo. Very cute. Thank you. I didn't like that puppet anyway. So, you're the ones who skipped from the past. The wall undulates. And you're the one they sent to contend with her. The wall above you is going to shift and form and a, a rather androgynous, almost ethereal face. Um, think David Bowie. Like that type of bone structure is going to form in the ceiling above you and look down at you. You're the one they sent. <laughs> well, now what? You're not going to go home. This world is mine. I've waited too long to claim it as the crown jewel in my collection. What is it? What do y'all do? Can I... How far away is this face, and can I target it with a spell? You can target it with a spell. It is on the ceiling. I'm going to attempt to do the same spell I just did. Sure. Um, Go ahead. We'll see. Uh, did, so spell attack. Okay, give it. Do I have advantage if it's an Im Im immobile head, uh, or sure. is it just normal? Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, that's a 28 to hit. Oh, well, yes. Yes, it okay. would. Um, 
I'm casting it again at third level, the exact same thing I was doing. Well, that's not as good as the other one, but... That's 39 radiant. Jesus. Good, good, good hit, good hit, good hit. Okay. Uh, you are going to slam into the ceiling and the face is going to giggle <laughs> and burst into pus. And the room is going to start to vibrate again and the ground is going to shape and the flesh from the wall is going to slough off. And... Uh, Since we're there, can I just be... While this is happening, just try and touch the door. Yeah, yeah, oh, I was going to do that if you were... <laughs> As you touch the door, it is a solid slab of stone. Nothing happens. Eden will reach out and touch the door with her. As you are doing this, uh, one second. Uh, this forms in the center of the room. Oh, gross. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I hate it. Thanks. A tremendous Thanks. worm made of throbbing veins and the screaming faces of thousands begins forming in the center of the room. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, Leiden, if you want to try to touch the door, uh, you may do so. Can you make me a, uh, a wisdom check? Is a save or just a check? Check. Oh. Uh, and every time you do so, you must spend a, uh, you must use your channel divinity. Fuck, I only have two of those. Okay, so yep. the first one is a spell that spends my first one? Yep. Okay, that's a 19. You touch the door and you feel the strength of the orphan flow through you and fizzle. Fuck. <clears throat> it's closed. Echoes around you. You didn't think I'd let you get away that easily did you and uh we are still in initiative phases so uh very it's your turn you are at the base of the stairs um do i recharge let's find out roll twice i don't recharge roll twice yep okay i i recharged okay go yes. ahead okay um so, can you do me a DC 17 deck save, please? Uh, deck save? Yeah. You know, that's an eight, but I'm going to say I succeed anyway. Legendary resistance. Okay. Um, so you're going to take... Tw what, what, what kind of damage is this? Um, let me check. Is it force? It is... Force. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, I just need my calculator up because mm. I can't do basic math right now. Uh, 26 force. 26, all right, 26 force. Uh, you are going to slam into it with a bolt of force. Uh, and, uh, you know what? I'm gonna use my lair action first. Uh, and I need you to make me a, d a deck save. Actually, okay. that'll happen in a second. Uh, I think right now uh, it's going to go toward you uh, and is going to use a death roll, I think. Uh, so, what's your AC? Um, 18. Cool. I got a 29 to hit. I That hits. Uh, and you are technically a creature in the mech suit. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, uh, so that is going to be, uh, that is going to be 6d10 plus... All right, uh, that is going to be 8, 10, oh wow, I rolled really poorly on this, uh, 19, uh, 19, 29, uh, all right, uh, th that is going to be 34 points of damage to your mech, uh, and, uh, Yeah, I guess technically, because I said it counts as a creature, so too bad. Normally, it would take double damage. Uh, this thing is going to roll across the floor, uh, and as it does, it is going to slam into you, uh, writhing like a snake as it smashes into you. As it does, it's going to hurl uh, Zeet against the wall, um, banging him off of it. You can hear the sound of rib snapping as those 34 points of damage hit, uh, and then it is going to roll, and you are going to hear a crunch. And Vary, are you doing anything with your movement? Um, this thing is right next to you now. Yeah, I'm going to get some... Uh, I'll get an attack of opportunity if I move away. You will. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to chill within reach. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Zeet is going to pick himself up, draw his guns, and fire, because, you know what, it's it's what he do. Uh, it's going to actually be uh, two hits and a miss. Uh, so that is Zeet Roller. Zeet Roller. That's uh, 30 points of damage, which is not halved, because these are, you know, magic sort. I mean, guns. Um, so... <laughs> Hi, Amy. What? I didn't say anything. All right, he's going to just start wailing into this thing with his guns. Uh, Yitri uh, is going to fail his death save. Cool. Um, you know what? I'm going to spend my offer. Um... Talfrin, you are rushing by the door. There's going to be a crunching noise, and a body is going to flop at your feet. Oh. Is it Yichi? The carbuncle looks up at you, completely crushed. Its head barely attached to its torso. <gasps> Yitri. The garnet will fall off of the head. Take. Bye. And the body will just collapse into mist. We won't let this be in vain. Uh, you can grab that. Uh, I'll, I'll grab the garnet. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Shirthus is going to, to still standing outside of the room. Uh, Shirthus is going to look into the room. <sighs> uh, take a step across the doorway. You are going to pick that up. I'm going to use my, uh, legendary to roll over you as well, Talfrin. Uh, cool. What's your armor class? 18. Cool. Death roll is going to be able to hit you and Vary again. 
Uh, so that's going to be a 29, uh, which is going to hit both of you. And uh, as it starts to roll, it whips around and starts to collide into you. Um, you are going to feel a wall arise between you, both of you. Hmm. The air is going to shudder as something, some energy is going to block it. The worm is going to look, all of its faces are going to make these leering looks of... Uh, so we took that damage? You did not take that damage. The oh. uh, Before it struck you, the fleshy oh, okay. appendages of the worms are going to strike the air in front of you. Ripples are going to form out of it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And you're going to hear the voices say in unison, You. Sorry, I swore an oath to be neutral, but you kind of blew up my planet. Sorry. Sirtha smiles and shrugs at the door. I like that one. And this is our place now. Um, the mouths, uh, as their free action, is going are going to say, and I'll take this one from you too. You and your brothers. Uh, Talfrin, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to rage again. Sounds good. Okay. Right. Um, 36. 36? Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, wow, 36 to hit? That's great. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I'm raging. You're Unless raging. it doesn't happen for some strange reason. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, so I'm going to roll a die real quick. Okay. Uh, you are going to appear on the dais with the black door. Me? Yeah, you teleport oh. uh, 80 feet direct to the north of the room. Oh. It's, it's what I rolled. Rats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I think, <laughs> I think okay. that just saved your life, though, probably. Probably, but... Uh, okay. Um, let me see then. Uh, I will move my 40 feet back closer to range. Okay, sounds good. It's big enough you can reach it in 40 feet. Oh, oh, okay. So I can this, do like... This thing is um, the stage above Gargantuan. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, I will go until I can until I can be within its range. And I'm sure. going to slash at it with my sword this time. Go ahead. Make me an attack roll. Or make me two attack rolls even. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna try normally. Okay. Um so I got a twenty and I got an eighteen. Uh twenty die. is a so twenty would be a twenty-seven and then the eighteen would be a twenty-five. Okay, good. Uh then both the will hit. Yes, both will hit. Okay. So the first one was a nat twenty. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Just making sure we're both clear. Oh, great. Here. That's fantastic. Okay, 
so that's the first one's gonna be 23 points of slashing damage okay and then the second one is just going to be I rolled really poorly on this Sorry. Uh, 11. Okay, so total of four, uh, 34? Uh, yes, yes. Sorry. All right, so uh, slashing into this massive frame, uh, bits of this black goo are going to pour off into you, um, sticking to your skin and starting to slowly... It's like they're trying to seep inside of your pores, but you are you are uh, sawing into it. Um, all right, top of the initiative round at this point. Uh, Claudette, you are first um, looking at this door. Leiden is trying to pump the power of the orphan into it to, to crack it open, but it seems like she's having trouble focusing the energy into this door sealed off. Can so- I try and counterspell the door? Or is there an effect on it that I could dispel magic it? Uh, well, whatever is happening to this door, it looks like it's it's sealed by some power. Something is is preventing anything from opening it. It's it's locked by some power. Can I try knocking? <laughs> you can always try. I'm gonna try the knock spell. Okay. Um, uh, if you want, I can even upcast it. Sure, go ahead. It's a second want. level spell, so I can upcast it to fourth level. I have slots left. Okay, sure. What level are you casting at? I will try it at a fourth level. Okay. Not that, like, the spell does not actually allow for that within it. Okay. Oh, then just use it, nor- use it as normal. But, okay. uh, yes, Amy, what are you asking? I was just wondering if she can do that as, like, an assist action to give me advantage on my roll. Sure. So it's yeah. one action, 60-foot range, instantaneous. You choose an object you see within range. And you make a knocking motion. No, it's just vocal, apparently. No, it's it's just bat. V. Okay, so will you say knock, knock? I'm literally there, so I'm just going to knock on it. Okay. Uh, Leiden, can you make me that roll with advantage, please? Okay. Uh, because you're so going to hear the sound of... locks are suppressed for 10 minutes. You're going to hear the sound of glass shattering. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And this worm looks goes. very unhappy. <laughs> oh my god, why is this so bad? Okay, um... The wisdom check... Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. It's Did worse you, than last time. You rolled with advantage? Yeah, I rolled a seven and a six, and that's my other um, channel divinity gone. So we fucked. Uh, what's your total score? My total? Mm-hmm. Um, well, my that's a seven plus five. It's a... So 12. 12. And do you have yeah. a determination? I do. That'll only get me a 15, though. I should have spent it last time when I had a when I rolled a fourteen and I didn't because mm. I'm an idiot. Yep. Do you spend it? Sure. Okay. <laughs> you knock, Claudette. The shattering noise occurs and lead in. You channel all of your energy into the door, and there's nothing. All of your energy spent, you lean your head against the door. It's cold and slick beneath you. You can see your face reflected. And as you sag against it, feeling the tears begin to well up, 
Your reflection is now a pair of golden eyes, golden skin. As you look in your reflection, which is the orphan's face, and the door is going to shiver and open. Uh, make me a deck save, not to just fall right through. Um, five. Okay, you're... <laughs> and leading us through the door. All right, uh, Claudette, um, you did not use any movement on your round. I did not. Would you like to? Sure. You hopping? I'm going to shout to the others as well. What do you shout? Just... Now! Okay. All right, stepping through, you step into the void. Ivy. Through the door. Okay. Ivy vanishes from this realm. Very, what do you do? Um, just gonna dash up to the door. Um, okay, in the mech? I, I, yeah, I guess the mech can't fit through the door. Nope. Um, okay, so... that's gonna be a hit as you rush away. So, do me a favor, and can your mech sustain? Uh, that's gonna be 18. Uh, can it sustain 48 points of damage? Magical? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's half destroyed from that one oh, hit. Oh, it's 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 way more than half destroyed, but uh, it is not dead. Okay, sounds good. Um, so we're gonna dash forward in the mech. Um, now is the mech's movement separate from Vary's movement? So if she it gets is combined. out, oh, it is combined. Yep. Okay, you do not get double move. Okay. Um. So yeah, she's going to eat towards the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and is she in range to get through it? Um, I'll make you an offer. Yeah, so sure, um, you can you can eject through it. Yeah, so her and her and Crux are going to eject through it because he kind of just perches. Sounds good. Um, so make me an acrobatics yeah. roll. So he's go he's going to eject through as well, and that's going to be a oh. Where's my thing? Uh, that's going to be a 18. Okay. You are going to yeet through the hole. Uh, Talfrin, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh, this monster looms over you. 40. You're I think only 40, 40 feet, away. feet away. So can I, am I able to like disengage and then move? You, you actually can. Yes. Perfect. So I'm going to try to disengage and then move through the door. Sounds fantastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my offer on you though. Yeah, I figured as much. I was the only one left. <laughs> and um, that is going to be uh, that's gonna be a hit. So one sec. Uh, that is going to be holy crap. This is not. Okay, uh, you are going to take uh, 40 points of damage, magical. Okay. okay. Uh, it's going to lash out as you rush forward. And how are you holding your sword? Um, He was holding it kind of just like both hands, like on the, yeah. Okay, on the... it knocks you to the side. And as you do, you kind of like your, your hands separate the sword, you turn and your arm is suddenly lighter. 
As you make it to the door, your arm ends in a bloody stump at the elbow. You're left. Ooh. Unfortunate. Do you dive? Through. Yep, we're going through. As you launch yourself toward the portal, you see Zeet pinned against a wall by one of the tendrils looking over at you. Gosh. Do better. And with a roar, you leap. To where? We'll find out next time. As you plunge into the darkness. Here on the Reign of Emerys. So there you guys. That went a little longer than I expected, but I uh, hope you enjoyed it. That was amazing. Oh <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't you can't beat Dark Star or Black Star. It's uh, uh but uh, you can stop him from ever being born. So well, you know, it's the Marty McFly conundrum, really. Yeah. Wait, is Dark Star Marty McFly? Oh, oh shit. Great Scott. Great <laughs> Scott. Okay. Uh, by the way, everyone. Uh, ooh, oh, your screen's wrong. You guys should be level nine now. Oh, oh, nice. oh thank goodness. Ooh, exciting. All right. Uh, so, hey, that's going to be it from us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We got a little long and a little uh, very lore droppy, but only if you know where to pay attention. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed that game. Uh, real quick, I want to thank all of my players. I know some of them had really long game, really long days today. Um, so thank you for sticking this out. Um, we'll be back on Friday next week with the next episode, and we're gonna finish this run pretty quick. Uh, we've got four more episodes, and we have. Uh, you basically have to like stop a wedding, raise an army, rescue slaves. Um, yeah, we got this. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be busy days. It's gonna be busy days. Uh, Talfrin, Talfrin, yeah. uh, let's give Talfrin a hand. So you lost a carbuncle, got a hand. What? I, lo I gained I gained a carbuncle gem and lost a hand. Yeah, right. but you lost the carbuncle. Yeah. I did lose the carbuncle too. All right, so hey folks, uh, real quick, I want to thank you all for being here so much. I also want to specifically thank a couple of our Patreons, our patrons over on Patreon. Uh, first, I need to thank my divine producers, DM Michael Gray, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, Shulton, who's responsible for Darkstar, Blackstar, I keep doing Darkstar, uh, Blackstar, which is why I had David Bowie face. I had to. Uh, as well as... Um, jade our new one who is working on a very horrible thing uh to be unleashed in the near future <laughs> i also want to thank our princes the patreon uh buddy 1977 and taryn uh both of who um are just fantastic human beings uh if you want to join them in getting personal shout outs at the end of every game and also helping develop the plot uh head over to patreon.com slash dorktales where you can affect everything in real time or in fake time i don't know in time in time uh, but that's enough time for us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can always find us here on twitch.tv slash dorktales as well as youtube.com slash dorktales and on podcast if I ever upload this. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe, smash that bell, and do all of those fun things. And we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. The Reign of Emerys is a Dorktales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Kaylin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. 
And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dorktales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers, our world-building producers, Shulton and Jade, the maker of monsters, our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princess of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl. Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977. Trizelta, aka James Bododge. Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, and Larouk. Our level 20 hero, Mike Eilat, the graphics guy. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Sorcerer Sanguine, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Danica Rising, Voidweaver, and Rufio are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, S.M. Pace, Hillary, Matt D.S., Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiamas Fenson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G., The Bongmaster, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Policino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Ara Smith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an insomniac veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkle, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Wordsmite 12, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Ardrick, and Chris Kane. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, and Stephen Pearson. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktale survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.